93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Today is Wednesday, September 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, an Amber Alert has been issued for a missing Bridge to New Jersey girl who vanished from the park on Monday. You guys remember I had this story yesterday, and I actually wondered why it took so long to uh, put it out as an Amber Alert. Uh, Dulce Maria uh, Alaves was last seen in the area of Bridgeton City Park just before 5 p.m. Dulce's mother, Noema Alvarez, uh, reported to police that her daughter was playing on uh, the swings with her three-year-old brother approximately 30 yards away while she she remained in her car with an eight-year-old relative. According to the mother, the three-year-old returned to the car without his sister, and they were not able to locate her after. The last seen images, uh, the last images taken of the child uh, were with her mother and little brother buying ice cream at a nearby store just before they went to the park. Authorities believe the girl was taken by a light-skinned, possibly Hispanic male, roughly five foot six inches tall. He's believed to be wearing orange sneakers, red pants, and a black shirt. It's unknown if the suspect knew the girl or the family. Police say the man led the the little girl from the playground to a red van with a sliding door and tinted windows. The man then allegedly fled with the girl. On Tuesday morning, searchers could be heard calling her name in the uh, forested area uh, an estimated half a mile from where the girl was last seen on Monday afternoon. The fate of the little girl has motivated many of the community joining in on the search for the volu- uh, as volunteers. The Cumberland County prosecutor said the search for Dulce continues including assistance from the FBI. Uh, Dulce is described as a Hispanic female, approximately 3 feet 5 inches tall with a medium build. Uh, She was last seen wearing a yellow shirt, black and white checkered long pants with a flower design and white sandals. Her hair uh, is a dark colored and it was in a ponytail last time she was seen. Anyone with information about her whereabouts should contact Bridgeton police. You know, you wonder why uh, some parents are helicopter parents, you know, stories like this. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, you know, reinforce that. Uh, so hope for the best on this, please. Hey, someone knows this guy with the, with a van and the, the description yeah, red, and all that stuff, van, right? Yeah. You know, Sliding yeah. doors. A tiny guy, too. Like a yeah. little little guy, 5'6", red van, orange sneakers, like all of these. Because sometimes you hear these descriptions and it's like. Yeah, they're vague. Yeah, this, so, this is pretty specific. Yeah. So yeah. All, all the information actually is on, it's all over social media. So yeah. if you can retweet it and get it out, the, the more eyes that see it, the better. Yeah, please help find this little girl. <coughs> Pennsylvania State Police say human remains have been discovered in Philadelphia and it could be tied to a missing persons case that dates back to 2003. The discovery was made on Monday at 3.30 in the afternoon at the Safeguard Self Storage Facility in Northeast Philadelphia, almost 200 miles away from where the victim was last seen. Now, now they arrested somebody. 49-year-old Jade Babcock was arrested for his alleged connection to the discovery of the remains. State police confirmed they got a fresh tip this week about the missing persons investigation from 2003 out of uh, Montoursville, Lycoming County. According to Pennsylvania Crime Stoppers, Brenda Jacobs, uh, who was from that town, has been missing since 2003. Authorities have not identified the remains at this time. Safeguard Storage Facility declined to comment, but according to its website, the facility allows for seven-day access to those with storage units. It's not immediately clear if Bab- uh, Babcock was the one renting the storage unit or how long the corpse was there. This is why you, you ever do you ever see uh, storage wars? Yeah, you know, yeah. You go and some of that stuff they find. You know, there's all sorts of horrific stuff oh, in some of these yeah. units. Yeah, there are. I'm sure there are. 
A Philadelphia business owner is not pressing charges after a thief tried to hit her coffee shop three times. Last month, a barista at Philadelphia Java Company in Queen Village says a young man entered the store and wandered around a bit, perhaps pondering the decision he was about to make. The guy approached her and said, I'm sorry, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to take your tip jar. He casually walked away with the jar that had no more than $20 inside. Three days later, he returned, but one of the baristas recognized him and told him that they weren't going to call police, but that he needed to leave right away. The young man left, but returned again a few days later for a third time, which forced an employee to call authorities. Police arrived and questioned him, but the owner, Aliyah Bana, refused to press charges against him for the tip jar theft. She said he's still young and he still has, uh, he can still ha- get his life on track. And now, thanks to the business owner's compassion, he gets a chance to straighten himself out. I hope he does. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies beat Atlanta 5-4 yesterday, preventing the Braves from moving closer to clinching the National League East. Reese Hoskins and Jose Perella hit two run home runs off Dallas Keuchel in the Phillies' five-run fourth inning. The Phillies trail Milwaukee and the Cubs by four games in the race for the second National National League wild card. The series against the Braves continues tonight in Atlanta. Zach Eflin will get the start game time is at 7:20. In other baseball news, San Francisco Giants outfielder Mike Yastrzemski followed in the footsteps of his Hall of Fame grandfather in, in his first game at Fenway, the ballpark the grandfather called home for 23 years. He homered in the top of the fourth inning against the Boston Red Sox. The solo shot was the 238th home run by Yastrzemski at Fenway Park and the first time since Carl Yastrzemski hit one against the Milwaukee Brewers on July 31st of 1983. And in preseason hockey, Mason Jobs scored with just under 53 seconds left in overtime to give the Islanders the comeback win over the Flyers. They led most of the game after taking a 1-0 lead 3.30 into the game on a goal by Michael Raffle. After a complete day off tomorrow, the Flyers return to action on Thursday when they host the Boston Bruins at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Wow, do we have a lot going on today. I want to start by saying we are going to have members of the uh, Downton Abbey film in our studio this morning. So, in preparation for that, <laughs> we're having Rambo Day yeah. on the Preston and Steve wow, show. Because if you sense. think of, a, of an, an American movie that is most linear to Downton Abbey, <laughs> yeah. it'd yeah. be Rambo. It would be Rambo. Yeah. Last Blood, which yeah. is coming out on Friday, the same day as the Downton Abbey film. Listen, you guys are excited about something, and now I'm excited about All right, something. Go. I'm doing a double feature, Kath. I'm doing Rambo right. and Downton Abbey right. on Friday. Yeah. So, uh, yes, actually, coming. these two things are taking place today. As we speak right now, both Steve and I <laughs> are wearing John Rambo wigs and bandanas. Casey has a bandana around his neck, but he doesn't need the wig. because no, his hair's hair. long enough, yeah. yeah. So uh, you're John Rambo, who is out and about and killing, and I'm John Rambo, who would like to get a job at a fast food place. Yes. Yeah, you're a little more, I, my oh. hair is a little more uh, wild right now. And I'm wearing my hairnet still. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. a hairnet on, so uh, so here's here's what we're going to do. <laughs> First of all, yes, we are going to have members of Downton Abbey, the film, in the studio. We'll have Kevin Doyle, uh, Jim Carter, and Imelda Staunton from the cast, and Michael Engler, the director of the movie, they're coming in around 9 o'clock today. That opens on, on Friday. And, yes, so does Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> so our friends at Allied Advertising sent us over 
a bunch of stuff, actually. These wigs and the uh, the bandanas. Yes. And we are going to actually have a pop-up Rambo breakfast location this morning. And we are enlisting a, a former member of our cast who will now today be known as Pitchbow. <laughs> That's him. So the pitchuation... Who he does a uh, he does a Rocky impression, a which suit. is yeah, which is virtually the same as John Rambo. It's just unbelievable. So he will be Pitchbow today, and he is going to be located. Should I give our location? No, not now? yet, not yet. Okay, he's going to be. At you don't a very want the enemy to find out. Yeah. He's going to be a very apt location this morning. Handing out uh, what did you call them, Casey? Uh, well, coffee and Rambo nuts. Rambo nuts. <laughs> Free coffee and Rambonuts this so morning. So stupid. But as well as some other things. It's and, perfect. And some stuff to win. So we're going to tell you what that location is around 8-ish this All morning. Right. And you'll be able to get over and meet Pitchbow and have some coffee and Rambonuts. <laughs> and uh, maybe win some free stuff as well. So we're we're on location today. So we'll give you the, the, the full rundown on when and where a little bit later on. Uh, we also have uh, Kelly's Logan House stopping in this morning for a meet and eat there in Wilmington. And Brett Porsche is going to be there tomorrow night. Uh, for the Bud Light Platinum uh, Thursday Night Huddle. Awesome. Always some great prizes to give away. We will have some gift cards to give away this morning on the show. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. And we also, of course, have the Money Shark Contest underway once again. We've been on fire. Uh, you know, it would be really cool, Preston, if we have enough uh, wigs and bandanas for the Downton Abbey cast. Oh <laughs> Could you imagine if they did that? Uh, so we'll find out what happens. Uh, so uh, I, I bet they'd be into that. I mean, they, yeah, they yeah. all have you know those like dry senses of British humor, but uh, I bet they'd be the, into that idea. I don't know how long I can stay with the the wig on because mine hurts. The actual hair, it's itchy. Yeah, and, and also. Uh, it, it causes a cushion between my headphones and my ears. Same here. <laughs> so it's the the volume is not quite where like it needs it, to yeah. be. So. How did Rambo ever do a radio How show? How did he do that? <laughs> Rambo in the morning. It's 6 05 in the morning. <laughs> Weather looks good for the rest of the week. And don't, remember, don't forget Money Shark at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyhow, we'll make sure we take some pictures. I think we're going to make a video oh, right yeah. in a little bit uh, in preparation for Rambo Day. So uh, these things and more are taking place. Let's go ahead and take a break. We will come back in a moment, and uh, we'll have a stupid question with some stuff to give to you and uh, the entertainment report. Stay put. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The stupid question this morning. We have pair tickets. MMR rocks uh, Jim Jeffries Saturday, October 5th at the Keswick Theater. It's a 10 p.m. show. The question that we have for you this morning is... What country was Hawaiian pizza invented? Mm-hmm. In in what country uh, was Hawaiian pizza invented? Pizza with uh, ham and pineapple. Uh, let's see if you know the answer. I'll go through birthdays, and there are a bunch of them today, as we are awaiting your answer. Uh, Lance Armstrong celebrates his birthday today. Uh, I just watched uh, Dodgeball, uh, yeah. and he's he makes his appearance and talks about how he overcame adversity and won all those championships. <laughs> And then we found out. Mm-hmm. Well, so it, what's funny about this is uh, from the outsider looking in, you're like, oh, you know, 
but from like cyclists and stuff like that, they still love the guy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, there, there are a lot of people who, do, who hate him, who mm-hmm. feel that he he was um, yeah. the kind of guy who would brutalize a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, but uh, there are people who worship him. But the uh, the dosing and all that stuff was pretty rampant in that sport, was mm-hmm. it not? I mean, he he wasn't the only one. Yeah, yeah. But also, like Floyd Landis, who was uh, from what the Lancaster area or something like that. Um, there are like uh, it's like uh, in that in the Anchorman movie, is yeah. it? <laughs> Poop, like you know, like. He was distraught. Yeah, 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 yeah. And his world came crashing down because he had such adoration for Lance Armstrong. Yeah, some, no, 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 no. But the community there, like, it's like he let the community down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Lance, he gets a pass. He gets Lance a poop. is uh, 48 today. Poop. <laughs> uh, I love your description of that. Scene. Well, I poop. was going there, but, you know, Steve was interpreting for me. Thank you. I appreciate you, Steve. Steve speaks, I knew exactly yeah. what he's talking about, where he's let down by Ron Burgundy. The great Frankie Avalon is 79 years old today. I love those beach blanket movies. It uh, it says you're disputed, 79. Or that he exists. You know, it's funny. When I see his name, Frankie Avalon, I sometimes think Frankie Valley. Yes. Uh, but... Uh, not the same person, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's in the Frankie realm, and they're both short guys. Yeah, and uh, the there's a V realm. in their name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, But Frankie Avalon, yeah, great in the, in those movies. He's And he gets his, you know, who he is. And... So wh- he's probably now at this point more known for Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I think than so. Than any of the, all those people, right? He's, yeah. The, the, the vast majority, far more people saw yep. Greece than ever saw any of those beach blanket movies. Beauty school dropout, yeah. exactly. Uh, and he, I think he has nine kids. Right? Yes. Yeah, so he's got like a what? gazillion grandkids now. Uh, then you have Robert Blake, Beretta actor, also from uh, the Our Gang uh, series. He was uh, in one of the Little Rascals. And one of the great uh, murder mysteries of Hollywood. What yeah. happened? And he was acquitted. He, he was. He did not face uh, any, any he, he was found innocent. I always thought he was loony. I, yeah. I liked Beretta. Strange I liked guy. the idea. I remember his whole thing was that he could, uh, he'd wear costumes. He was like a really hardcore undercover cop. Yep. Do you remember? Uh, he's 86. Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Is 48 years old today. What is her show Red called? Red Table Talk. That's what it is. On Facebook. Okay. And she gets people. Um, she uh, honestly, uh, she's you got to give it to her. She's exposing all the raw nerves of that family. She gets people to open up. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Uh, she's 48 today. Holly Robinson Pete. Remember her from 21 Jump Street. Always so. liked her. Married to Rodney Pete. Uh, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. She owns Pete's Dragon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. I saw them. I saw her and Rodney in, in some, I forgot what commercial it was. It was like an infomercial. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Product. Yeah. And they're both on it. Yeah. It's, it's not like cop, that copper fit or whatever. Was that, no, uh, it wasn't. It may have been like a supplement or something like that. No, it's you can you can spread it on a screen door and use it as a base of your canoe. Oh, yeah. is that woo doggy? <laughs> That's uh, that's Holly Robbins and Pete saying woo doggy. I didn't know that. Uh, she's fifty five. Uh, the great Fred Willard, hilarious actor, Genius. comedian. Yeah, um, and he was in all those Christopher Guest movies. In fact, with a hey, what happened? That yeah. clip you play, that's him. What's your favorite? Can you hey, what can you name a favorite Fred Willard? <laughs> a favorite Fred Willard? Oh my god! I'll tell you one that is a short bit that he does, but still one of my favorites is that when he's the base commander in Spinal Tap, and he's talking about... Oh, uh, yeah, Three Jackson and Jill. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's so funny. Uh, you know a dramatic role that he it was really odd to see him in? What? Was in Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. He's, yeah. he's, he's the cheating guy, and, and the, the truck driver comes home. Nothing humorous at no. all about that no. character. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he got busted spanking it in a... Uh, 
in a movie theater. Yeah, but by the way, it was a it was a porn. Not that it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. But it was in a porn theater where probably everyone else was. It wasn't like he was in line at Target. And he owned up to it too. Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah I did it. Like Pee Wee Herman. Yep. Yeah. He's eighty today. Wow. Uh, James Marsden uh, plays a Cyclops in the X Men films. Great in Hairspray. Yeah. Wow, as a, a quirky, Corn, yep. Corny Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's great. really good. He's You want to hate him because he's so good looking. Uh, and he's also in that uh, that Amish... Um, sex Drive. Sex Drive. He's and crazy brother. I believe in the Stand miniseries coming up, I think he's going to be playing Stu Redman, which is essentially... There's no real main character in the Stand, but he is as close it's to like a Gary main... Like Gary Sinise's? Yeah, 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 he's as close to a main character as you can get in that story. Uh, so he is uh, 46 today. Jason Sudeikis. Very, very funny. Saturday he's great. Night Live, Horrible Bosses, Hall Pass. If you want a lot of fun, watch the outtakes to Horrible Bosses. You know what? Yeah. I've never done that. A whole bunch of good stuff. I need to see that. He's 44. And then uh, it's a Schwarzenegger's birthday. It's Patrick Schwarzenegger's Whoa. birthday. Yeah. It says model and actor. <laughs> I don't know what he's been in. And model. He builds models. Is what oh, they he's mean. a model yeah, he, builder. He builds models. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, He's uh, he's he's coming along. He definitely has his some of his dad's looks. He's twenty six. Hopefully not his uh, elocution. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthday today. All right, let's see. If we, we can get an answer to this uh, question. Um, what country was Hawaiian pizza invented? Two one five two six three WMMR. We will go to Kara and see if she knows the answer. Hey, Kara. Gadzooks hey. to you, Kara. So, do you know what country uh, Hawaiian pizza was invented in? Canada. That's correct. Yeah. They call that the Big Big Island, Preston, because it used to be it was pineapple and Canadian bacon, which is essentially ham anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I remember when when you first would order, or at least I remember when when I first ordered. Uh, Hawaiian pizza that it was advertised as pineapple and Canadian bacon. There so, you go. I would never have guessed. It's like a nightmare for me. I love it. Really? I, with a cooked fruit situation for me. Uh, it's yeah, like, that's I'm right. Out. I'm just out. That's right. Any hot fruit. Yeah. Know, there's a band name. Hot, hot fruit. fruit. <laughs> Damn it. I got to write these down. Romano, come down and see my new band, Hot Fruit. <laughs> they sizzle. We're sick. They sizzle. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Did I hear that again? I'm Kevin. to come see our new band, Hot Fruit. <laughs> Boys, we fizzle. <laughs> Hot fruit. <laughs> All right. Anyhow. What do we play? I'm interested. Uh, that's a good question. I'm with Shania Twain. All night. Yeah. Uh, Let's go, girls. All right. Want some Hawaiian pizza? <laughs> Hot fruit. <laughs> All right, let's get into some of the entertainment stories after. We're going to start with unfortunate news, which broke yesterday. Alex Trebek announced that he will need another round of chemotherapy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Jeopardy host revealed on GMA uh, Tuesday, uh, this past summer we thought it was finished with chemo. That was a bit premature and certainly over-optimistic. Uh, and I have a clip we're going to play here in a second. He said that he started immunotherapy, but it didn't work. And uh, uh, he's, uh, he said that uh, under immunotherapy, his numbers went south dramatically and quickly. Um, and he said that he's keeping a positive outlook on his condition. You know, it's I I was that was my fear, because when they say stage four pancreatic yeah, yeah. cancer mm-hmm. and they came back and everything was looking positive, I'm like, OK, you never, ever, ever hear that, or at least I never do. No, no, and I know you're exactly right. What I thought, though, initially, and this could very well still be the case, if he has, he has obviously, the best medical care. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, how old is he again, Preston? 
He is... 70... 70... You know what I know? Yeah, so, so... He's in his 70s, his early 70s. It's conceivable to get, like, you know, five years... And, and But you listen to him talk, and there was an extended interview on Good Morning America... And he's he's in a good place. He's yeah. He loves doing the the show. He loves moving oh. ahead with his life. Oh wow, he's seventy nine. Okay, okay. Yeah. so he would get into his eighties, wow. uh, which would you know, and and but it's all about quality of life yeah. while you're there. You don't want to yeah. be in abject agony, yeah. but it's it's not impossible. And the doctors did say apparently, and they were verifying this, that he had an exceptionally good reaction to the chemo. Yeah. So they're looking for sort of a happy medium. Then obviously this isn't a cure thing. It's more a stasis thing if they right. can achieve that. Uh, here's a clip of him uh, commenting about this. This past summer, because I was making such good progress, we thought I was finished with chemo. That was a bit premature and certainly over-optimistic. I began immunotherapy, but that didn't go very well at all. My numbers went south dramatically and quickly. The doctors are now re-examining my situation, and it appears I will be having more chemo treatments ahead of me. Hey, they worked very well the first time, so we're expecting good results again. Yeah. How can you not admire the hell out of him I and, know. His, and his attitude and his uh, his whole thing? It, it was just. And last night, you know, I watched Jeopardy. I know we all do. Um, it's it's Alex chugging away doing what yep. he does. He hasn't missed a day of work. No, they've got uh-huh. forty shows I think in the can. Yeah, uh, ready to go. So he will probably have time for treatment. You know what I learned last night on Jeopardy? Not to go off on a tangent here. This very powerful story. Do you know why tennis balls are are yellow? No. They changed them yellow for television coverage. Really? Yes. What did they used to be? White. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. That's, wow. a, that's very You learn that if you watch things like Jeopardy. It was, a, it was a good episode last night, Steve. It, went it was very good. Final Jeopardy for the first time in a while. It wasn't a runaway. That that guy, the champion right now, is it Jeff? Is that his he's name? Good. He's good. He's, he's really solid. He's no... He's no um, um, James? James. But, but he does he's, the same tactic. He, he'll start from the bottom and work his way up and yeah. look for the, uh, the daily doubles, and that's how he continues to win. Super low scores last night because he had a strong competitor. By the way, does anybody besides me think that Alex Trebek and Jim Gardner are like long-lost brothers? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I just... They, Same, yeah. Regal sort of a de- delivery and nice people. Nice people. And, yeah, you, know, you, you kind of get that from them. Did you guys see the supercut last week of Alex saying the word genre over and over again? No. <laughs> okay, so it, it was. Uh, I guess from the first week, Marissa. Maybe if you can find it, or I'll, I'll look for it and send it to you. But it was him saying the word genre in Jeopardy. I don't know, eight eight or nine times in a row is pretty funny. His dialect use is spot on. Especially he, French. He practices. Yeah, yeah. French, definitely. Well, but. he yeah, if you watch, there was a, um, I forget where he saw who did the, the special. It was an hour with him and about his schooling. His schooling was very extensive. Uh, and uh, his, um, his elocution was something that he was very focused on early. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, hope, we hope for the best, and we'll keep you updated on this. Steve, can you have the uh, dun-dun-dun yeah. ready to go? Because I have something uh, dramatic, and you'll I'll oh, cue yeah. you, okay? Courtney Kardashian has admitted that she has considered quitting keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> Thank you. That was perfect. Is she even on it at this point? She's, just, is, she's probably one of the least featured sisters, I, right? Dude, I couldn't tell you. I don't watch the show at all. I don't know. She was on The Real. On Monday, though. Oh, that's Michelle. And the, real uh, the gals. Yeah, the 40-year-old said that... I like to get real. So, every day is different, but at the current moment, I am happy and very into my blessings and feeling very good. You go, girl. Uh, it's great to be into your blessings. Uh, she added, but I definitely have my moments where I want to because, I mean, life is short and you want to be happy. Uh, so, if you follow her on social media, I don't, but a lot of people who do... Will retweet stuff about her. She's perpetually 
on vacation. Oh, yeah? Perpetually. And why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you be? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in other news, in an upcoming episode, Chris Jenner's boyfriend, Corey Gamble, got into an argument with Scott Disick after Corey suggested spanking Scott and Courtney's seven-year-old daughter, Penelope. Oh. And Corey said, and I quote, if she scratch me, I'm whipping her ass. If she scratch me, I'm... Now he's quoting <laughs> Whitman. <laughs> Give her a spanking for sure. If she scratch me... Um, I'm a whip her ass. What are you, I'm, uh, I'm whipping her oh, ass. I'm sorry. Uh, and then give her a spanking for sure. Whipping is a discipline. Whipping is a discipline. Uh, whipping good. A visibly upset Scott screamed, "Don't ever talk about a child like that." Ooh, uh, wow. That, that episode will air this Sunday. Can't wait to mm-hmm. miss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lori Laughlin's Fuller House co-star Juan Pablo De Pace. Uh, or Passe, I'm not sure how you say uh, his last name, has revealed how Laughlin's college admission scandal has affected the set. The final season of the show is underway, and Laughlin is not a part of the show this season due to the legal issues. During an interview with People to Pay said, Lori is going through her own situation, and we kind of all respect that, and I don't, and I know that she is in touch with John, meaning Stamos. And John Stamos. And, how, how are and they, Candace. How are they explaining her absence on the show? Don't know. John Stamos. Uh, he continued she was by killed s- by a raccoon by saying we were in touch. We were in touch, actually. Uh, her and I, uh, when the whole thing went down. Of course, she is like a family member. So regardless of the situation itself, family support each other. So we are very sorry that this is happening. Good housekeeping. Uh, he added that the set is full of tears and that the show is coming to an end. Velociraptor. Exactly. Uh, let's see. The real life inspiration for Jennifer Lopez's role in Hustlers has admitted that she wasn't that impressed with the movie. What? Yeah. Uh, the real-life strippers that were portrayed in the film are Rosalind Rosie Keough and Samantha Barbash, uh, who were played by Constance Wu and Jennifer Lopez, respectively. Uh, Keough and Barbash were New York City strippers who drugged their wealthy clients in order to use their credit cards to run up large bills at the strip club. Uh, in an interview with Vanity Fair... Uh, Barbish said about the film, everyone has been asking, did I see the movie? So I thought, why don't I just see the movie? Because I knew I was going to have a lot of interviews about it this week, and I wasn't really that impressed, she said, when she saw it. Uh, She said, I was impressed with Jennifer. She was incredible. Her body looked incredible. She had it down to a T, but it wasn't factual. Yeah, she's sort of still claiming that she didn't do much that was wrong. Uh, She said, she had my birthmark that I have. I used to have a piercing on the top of my lip. She had it on the bottom. Oh, you can't do that. And she had a tattoo on her finger. I had it on my wrist. So these are her issues with the movie. It's insane that they took those liberties. Uh, She also revealed that the film's emphasis on her friendship with Rosie was inaccurate, saying she wasn't a friend. She was a co-worker. Mm. There was no sisterhood. It was business, and that was it. It's like when you go to see Harry Potter and it doesn't stack up to the book, right? Uh, One part of the film that she did enjoy was Cardi B. She said, I love Cardi. Her 10 minutes was a great 10 minutes. It's funny because when I first heard the film was coming out uh, and they said Cardi would... uh, uh, they said Cardi would have played me. Even though she is not an actress, she was in the strip club world, and she gets it. Uh, she would have maybe played a better me, not taking away from Jennifer, but because Cardi was in the business. Uh, according to Time Magazine, Barbash <laughs> and Keo were eventually charged with two counts of conspiracy, four counts of grand larceny, two counts of assault, and three counts of forgery. Both were sentenced to five years probation. So Cardi B admitted that she was doing the same thing when she was a stripper, no drugging businessmen. 
and and robbing them. Yeah. yeah. So are they, so I'm a little confused because I didn't really look too much into this yeah, yeah, story. Yeah. And I you're more vague, a Rambo man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I vague, I'm wearing the yeah, yeah. I'm wearing the bandana right now. Uh, I vaguely remember the story, but. Are they being portrayed in this film as kind of heroes? There seems to be that angle. I have not seen it, but they're ripping in the, these guys off. So even they make the point: they're scumbags and they're predatory, uh, you know, Wall Street types and blah 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 blah. So and they're philandering and all that. Oh, they so had it coming. They had it coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, real quick: are any of these women naked in the movie? Uh, no. Me and Jennifer Lopez and Cardi yeah. B and all that. Yeah. I have not heard of full-on nudity Sorry. stories. However, but, uh, Jennifer Lopez is uh, about as clothes reduced as you've ever seen her. I don't care. If yeah. it's a movie about strippers, I need to see nips. I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, there's got to be if, something, if, right? If you're going to play that role. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll see. Um, this was uh, sad news. Veteran uh, political journalist uh, Cookie Roberts, who covered... Uh, Washington for decades for NPR and ABC News died yesterday of complications from breast cancer. She was 75. She was one of their main go-tos. You'd see her on all the shows. I had no idea she was sick. Yeah, she worked, uh, her work mostly focused on covering Congress, and she co-anchored ABC's Sunday political show this week with Sam Donaldson from 96 to 2002. After leaving uh, the week, she became an analyst and commentator, and she also wrote a series of books about women in Washington called We Are Our Mother's Daughters about the changing roles and relationships of women. You don't hear much about Sam Donaldson, and the assumption is that he returned to Vulcan. Yeah, Yeah. well, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, the dude's a legend on his planet. Did we have her on once, Cokie Roberts, about one of those books? Am I completely think. I don't think so. But then again, you know me. I thought she wrote a book about being a grandparent, and we had her on for that reason. Nick, but... I think you're thinking about Lainey Kazan, who told us about Salmonella. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Easy yeah. to... Uh, Cokie and Lainey. Yeah, same. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. What else I have here for you? Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union have launched LGBTQ quality t-shirts, equality t-shirts, I'm sorry, in support of LGBTQ youth and Wade's 12-year-old son, Zion. Uh, Union wrote via Instagram as family. We believe in equality uh, and inclusion, and they are two essential pillars needed to move towards growth and progressive thinking and action in our society. And we have created a limited edition T-shirt to help create a more inclusive space with our platform. Uh, back in April, Wade had shared a picture of Zion and Gabriel, Gabriel Union uh, as they attended the LGBTQ Pride March in Miami Beach. So they have released that. Did they mention who their favorite Batman was? No. But Batman Day is coming up. It is coming up. On the 21st. This weekend. Yes. Right. Let's stop talking about Batman Day on Rambo Day. Yeah, you're right. Oh, what the hell am I doing? I'm sorry. Yeah, we need to remind people it is Rambo Day, and we'll have the details on that in just a little while. Why it is, we, we're still trying to figure that out. Uh, Simon Cowell has revealed that although he is now on a strict vegan diet, he is still drinking and smoking. Yeah. You want to play? You want to do it right? <laughs> Seriously, uh, that was doctor's orders. If you're well, going to be healthy. Kinda, continue kinda. smoking. Honestly, kind of. Yeah, uh, oh, really? and I'll explain. Uh, he told Ellen, "I went to see this doctor in London. Uh, we did some tests, and then a month later, he said you have the worst diet I've ever met from any patient." <laughs> oh my so I God. said, he, "So I said, okay, out of the smoking, the drinking, and diet, what do I have to drop?" And he said, "The diet." So it was doctor's orders. Wow. So he chose one. Yeah. So he said, "I'm in," and since then, he's lost about twenty pounds. Uh, so he's still smoking and drinking, that. which is not a bad idea because if he tried to do all of that, it's tough to do it's all. It's tough once. to do it all at once, and then mm-hmm. you fail and you get frustrated. Yep, it's not a bad idea to take on one 
vice at a time and then get yourself into a rhythm and then you can uh and then use those same methodologies to for all the others to take on the other one. You used alcohol. Uh I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I bumped it up <laughs> to quit my smoking. <laughs> uh all right, so Steve, listen to this. Larry King's estranged wife, Sean Southwick King, yes, has broken her silence one month after he filed for divorce. And she told the Daily Mail, I was crushed. I had no idea oh, knock it off. that this was coming, and it hurt. Yeah. Hey, Larry. She said, I was blindsided. Blindsided. She said she didn't see it coming. Uh, and it was all his idea. Uh, she said he's going through a lot. I don't right- love you anymore. He's going through a lot right now. His health issues that can really shake you to the core. It shook me to my core to see him so vulnerable, and he doesn't remember two solid weeks of time. Wow. Okay. He probably doesn't remember two solid bowel movements. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. We I- were with him. You remember. I, yeah. I couldn't help but think of the, the, in this story of the couple from um, Best in Show uh, where she goes, I'm the one having to fight him off. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's yeah, just yeah. sitting there. He's, he can barely move. <laughs> uh, so it, she said, it's life, it's real, it's not fun. Well, the word has always been that she's had side action. And I and maybe that's what caught her off guard is that he finally, I, 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 I'm who knows? But uh, what is he going to do? Is he... He how he's had six wives, something like that. Yeah, One, two, three, uh, four, they were married five, for twenty two years. Eight wives, eight, eight wives. Wow. He had, one lady was twice. All right. Well, wow. so he's he's been married eight times, and he's managed to have this one for twenty two years. What I know. The hell? When we wow. were with him at this a radio event out in California, he had to leave the event early to go to his twelve year old son's t ball game. Oh my god! Yeah, little league game, little league game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, anyhow, she says she was blindsided by that. Hey, so we have, later on this morning in our 9 o'clock hour, we have uh, three cast members of the Downton Abbey film and the director, Michael Engler, will be in our studio. And if you ever wanted to live like the characters in that show or film, now's your chance. According to the New York Post, for one night only... High Clare Castle is now listed on Airbnb. Whoa. So that is that the castle that yeah. is used for the filming? Mm-hmm. According to the listing, Lord and Lady Carnarvon. Is that how you say that? Carnarvon. Is it from the show? The castle's from the show, yeah. But, but I mean, are the Carnarvon, is that the family or these real life people? Uh, well, that's the that's the seat in the, uh, that's the real life people, I'm sorry. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah. So they will greet their guests upon arrival. After settling into their rooms, the visitors will join the two for cocktails in the saloon and then enjoy a traditional dinner in the state dining room where they will be waited on by the castle's butler after dinner, guests will sip on coffee in the library. They'll then head to their principal bedroom for the night. In the morning... After How do they br- know who their principal is? After breakfast, the lodgers will tour the castle grounds. And during the stay, lodgers won't have access to the kitchen, washer, dryer, Wi-Fi, or a television. Uh, the cost is $187 what? per night. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's damn cool. <laughs> you're, you're obviously relegated to a small portion of the, uh, you know, do not go past this door. Right, right. I wonder how many, though. Uh, That's pretty cool. How many? You'll get to spend time in the closet, the water closet, <laughs> and the tool shed. Uh, how many rooms they have available for that particular night. So it's an unbelievable house. I mean, it's stunningly gorgeous. I'm curious as to... Nick, does it say how many bedrooms or are you looking at the the Wikipedia page for yeah. High Clare Castle? Let me see if I can find it. Um, it's just one. $187. That's uh 
I, I would imagine there's going to be some kind of a lottery that they'll draw sure, yeah. entrance from if they're having... Or is it fully, like charging that amount? I would fully be like acting if I was there too. Like I sure. play the part, play the role. Yeah, why or not? Just act like you are when you're at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Dennis, bring me some Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyhow, Nick's looking that up. We'll uh, find out in a little bit. A couple of other things to mention: The Devil Wears Prada is set to become a stage musical. Hmm. According to the Chicago Tribune, the project is set to premiere next summer at the James uh, Niederlander Theater in Chicago. You and I should go, Preston, opening night. Uh, we're huge there. fans. I'll be there. I we actually are. do Legit- like I'm a huge yeah. fan of The Devil Wears Prada. It's a good movie. Uh, Elton John will be scoring the project, and Anna D. Shapira is directing it. There uh, are 300 rooms in Highclere Castle. Oh, dear wow. Lord! <laughs> yeah. okay. 30,000 square feet, 300 uh, rooms, and uh, approximately... Well, there's only six, 61 bedrooms. Okay. Yeah. Only. 300 oh. rooms. Okay. The, and we have enough room under our staircase. <laughs> That's pretty cool. They got everything. They got everything. Yeah. What were you going to say, Case? Well, so this is like the thing now on, on Broadway is uh, turning movies into uh, Broadway shows. I mean, it's, it's probably... It's been around for a while, but it's been around it seems for a while, to be on, a, uh, on an uptake now. Like Legally Blonde. Uh, mean that's Girls. Like, yeah. Mean Girls. That's like... Christmas least, Story. Christmas, yeah, yeah. But Legally Blonde is like the new big one that... Because uh, my daughter's into all this sort of stuff. And that's like the... The big one, yeah. That's the big one that they're all Have you seen Hamilton? About. Uh, my wife and child have we we're going in Philadelphia because it's here it, now. Yeah, yeah. 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 I got it's tickets playing right now. Yeah, in Philly. yeah, right in here Philly. in Philly. Yeah, Preston, where don't make the a mistake hell I did. I know. Where have I, I got, been? I got cheap tickets, and like, how do I get these tickets? It's for George Hamilton. Oh, oh man, it's just not not very exciting at all. How the entire time in a talk about his. T- <laughs> and it's I'm like, wow, we're really going to learn something about our nation here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, First, you start with the base. I want to go to that. Yeah. Uh, that will eventually be a movie, right? Of course it will. It's yeah. going to have to be because of how popular it was. Like, they took Rent and they made that into a film. You know, yeah. I would imagine they'll make a musical out of that. Maybe they can combine them. Rent and Hamilton. Yeah. Rent Hamilton. I don't... I prefer the stage production of Rent. Of I course, also, I do, too. Also, of like, Jersey Boys. Oh, yeah, all I, of those. But, I mean, yeah. the, the likelihood of me being able to get to a show, number one, was way too expensive on Broadway and way too booked up. Yeah. Well, here, and, it's, and, it, it was it was sold out well in yeah, advance. I don't no, know. But you know what? <laughs> That's why I'm, like, so upset for you, Press, because not that long ago, I'm talking, like, within the last month, there was, like, a, a re-release of tickets, and they were... Really inexpensive. Okay. Really? Yeah. Uh, How long yeah. is it playing for? Uh, oh, geez, I don't know. Like right. a couple of months. I'll look a few months. All right, what months. else do I have here? What else do I have here? Hey, HBO Max has announced that it has secured the exclusive streaming rights to The Big Bang Theory. Huh. Uh, fans will be able to watch all 12 seasons of the show on the new streaming platform. Oh, another one? Yeah, which will launch in the spring of 2020. And then on top of that, yesterday, NBC Universal announced the name of their new streaming service, which is called Peacock. And they announced that they will be streaming a reboot of 1980s sitcoms Punky Brewster, Saved by the Bell, and the sci-fi classic Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, Nick Murphy was telling me about this, and the guy that does Mr. Robot is the one who is the showrunner for this new Battlestar Galactica. So, Preston, you know, the um, second swing around of Battlestar Galactica was some of the finest television ever made. You and a couple of the people yeah. that I really respect opinions upon have told me that and said it was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And um, so yeah. I don't know what they're going to be able to bring to this that's more, but what the hell? Yeah. Uh, all right. I think we can, yeah, we can get to clips now. So let me get a set up here. 
The Goldberg spinoff, Schooled. Love it. Follows the faculty at William Penn Academy during the 1980s. In this clip, A.G. McCalka remembers her reaction to finding out that she would get another chance to play Lainey Lewis. Here we go. I was honestly like, what? Like, are you kidding me? Like, why? And awesome. And oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. Because I thought that, that that character was kind of, you know, at the end of an era a little bit. Yeah! She's really good. A new episode of School Airs tonight, 8.30 on ABC. Here's the next clip. So, for Rambo Day, which is, which is today... Uh, we hear from Sylvester Stallone about how Rambo has changed since the last film. Here we go. You would think that he would mature. Rocky did. He changed. He went through the entire life cycle. Love, children. Rambo stopped growing probably when he came back from Vietnam. When the PTS kicked in, he went into a very, very dark world and, and no sense of worth. That's why he's not talkative. He doesn't have a, a big ego, obviously. He's very withdrawn. He's, he, this is a man that could not even own a cat. You just made a mess in my mouth. <laughs> this uh, is a man that could not what? What was the end of that? Could not own a cat. I thought that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's saying he can't, he, there's no way he could have a relationship with anyone or anything. Oh, I got you. He, he's just... Uh, I like some of them. Uh, I could have a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel? Uh, sugar flyers. It's, oh, uh, uh, sugar gliders. Yeah, those things are yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And I like uh, guinea pigs. And I like uh, little turtle, like uh, coffin link. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Except one would be... Hand and grenade. <laughs> That's the name of the turtle. <laughs> Hand yeah. and grenade. Earth and blood. <laughs> Bazoo and ka. Yeah. Good <laughs> and un. <laughs> <laughs> so Rambo Last Blood does open this Friday. And in celebration yeah. of that, today is Rambo Day on the Price right. of Steve Show. Yay! We have our wigs, we have our bandanas, and uh, we made a little video that we're going to post on social in a little while that will uh, tell you what you need to know about Rambo Day, uh, because this morning we are going to designate a specific area within our listening area, that is the Rambo location, and we have Pitchbo, who is... The pitch is a bit of stretch. It's uh, incredibly stretched to the point of snapping. The pituation who once did a Rocky impression for us, who of course was you know portrayed by Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. uh, would be the perfect person to host uh, Rambo Day because if you ha- spend any time with him, he he becomes Stallone. And so hey, listen to that. <laughs> yeah, listen to it. <laughs> it's so spot on. <laughs> So, situation is going to be at a specific location. Oh, that rhymed. And uh, <laughs> I will tell you, we will reveal what that is in just a little while. And you stop by and you get some free coffee and Rambo nuts, oh. uh, which are Dunkin' Donuts, by yeah. the way. And uh, and we might have some extra little tchotchkes to give away on top of all of that, too. Yeah. So, a little breakfast on your way and maybe some uh, free Ram stuff. bacon too. Not Ram bacon. No. Okay. Ram but, sausage. Uh, but some uh, Ram Biff cards. <laughs> uh, Ram Ift cards. <laughs> Rambiff cards. Rambiff cards. Biff cards. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming Debella de Rambo. Oh, it, it is. It uh, absolutely is. <laughs> All right. So. Rambiff cards. <laughs> just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Doesn't it? 
So now we'll have some we we'll have some gift cards and things like that to give away, and uh, our friends from uh, Duncan. We're just, we're just trying to work for a living. Yeah, we'd rather yeah. come on. But to, to cut us some slack for Christ's sake. So anyhow, we'll tell you where you need to go and stop by and see. Uh, Ram. Pitchbow. Pitchbow. Pitch uh, not not rambuation. <laughs> Rob, Rambu- we'll say I'm rambitious. The rambuation. We'll say rambitious. Rambi- <laughs> oh, we're idiots. Okay. So, uh, yeah, free coffee and donuts All this right. morning on us. We'll tell you where in just a little while. We're going to take a break, come back in a moment, and uh, we have Fox Good Day. We're going to be on there. Oh, and dear God, it's Wednesday. We have a secret yes. text word. I haven't even mentioned that. Text word secret to 39333. We have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets as MMR presents Rancid with Pennywise, Suicidal Tendencies, The English Beat, and more on Sunday at the Skyline Stage at the Man. All right? So there you go. We'll it's be back Rancid. in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Good Mess. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com keyword local shots. The Good Mess. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks our world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So funny that I, I play in a band called Saint because Nick Polo. It's a cool looking logo that we have, but it's a, it's a cross with like a halo around it. Yeah, I'm like I have like zero religion in my life <laughs> at all, and I'm the drummer in that band with that logo. Well, maybe this will change. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe 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 I'll be selling miracle water. Maybe, sir. I'll, bring, maybe I'll bring me around. Yeah. Ah, this know. is Preston Elliott. <laughs> Ever since I started playing drums for Saint, I've seen the light. Order my miracle yeah, for twenty dollars. I'll yeah. send you a vial of Jesus's own water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have that, but we do have uh, uh, Rambo nuts and coffee this morning. It is Rambo Day, and we'll be telling you in a little while special location that our own little Rambo pitch bow <laughs> will be at, and you can stop by and get free donuts and some uh, some uh, gift cards that we'll uh, explain a little bit. Rambiff cards. Rambiff cards. And uh, it's in promotion of the uh, the film Rambo Last Blood, which opens on. Friday. I'm very excited for this. You know, a massive, yeah. massive. Fan. I'll see it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. I you loved know. Rambo. Yep. He, <laughs> the the violence level in that movie is off the charts. I yep. mean, when he shoots the dude with the fifty cal from the back seat, <laughs> <laughs> he just explodes. Yes. Which leads me actually, which could go. To this subject that I saw, yeah. it was through a Reddit thread, and, and Reddit has a lot of Crap. lame discussions, but every now and then they have some that are like, okay, that's kind of an interesting conversation starter. All right, you saw something that spoke to you? It did, and the thread was, what is something that you act like you dislike, but you secretly really like? And like some like Rambo movies might be in there, you know. Oh God, please, are you kidding? But actually, you kind of like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, actually, okay. You know, we were talking a little bit uh, when you brought this up a while ago, and I was thinking about there's really nothing. And just as you were saying this now in Rambo, there's something that I've fully come around on that I used to profess hating and yeah. now love with a deep passion. Right. Hallmark Christmas movies. There you go. But listen, but you you don't act like you don't like them, though. 
No, That's I used to act like you I used to. I used to act like I hated them. So you went through a little denial, maybe. And I went through I, denial, and, and now I uh, I savor them. Now you embrace it. I embrace them <laughs> there, because there are times when you when you really when you secretly like something, but it's more embarrassed. You know, you don't want to admit it. Do you think you don't know how to? You you're being flooded with emotion or whatever. You don't know how to process it. You're conflicted. Yes. Yes. Do I love this or hate this? It might be it. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm a little embarrassed at some of the songs that I like. And if you guys, if you're like, oh, um, you know, we like this. I'm like, oh, good. Oh, good. I do, too. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't come out and say, yeah. I love, uh, you know, Shania Twain unless you guys said it. And then I'd be, I'd be like, oh, good. It's okay to like her. You know what? I'm kind of that way, too, Kath. I'm I'm a little embarrassed at some of the things that I might secretly like. And if and if there's someone else that I hear likes it, then I'm like, yes, I, I could. I'll say it. Yeah. I and like you, that. You know what? For me, it's more like. Older music. It's not newer stuff. So, like, the newer like stuff. Like Beethoven? Well, no, but, like, the newer stuff, somebody's going to like it. So, someone's going to agree with me. I'm okay with that. But, like, the old school songs that, like, where you guys might be like, that is so cheesy. And in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, God, I love that song. Well, here's here's some examples that were in this thread. And we'll, we'll take your calls if you want to jump in. 215-263-WMMR. Uh, like, here's someone who wrote in and said, cheesy flirting pickup lines. It makes me roll my eyes, but deep down, I actually think it's cute. Okay. Okay. So you think most women feel that way? I, that's probably a, a split decision on that one, Yeah, Kathy. that's the thing. I, I don't think it's most people, do you think, Kath? Or... No, what was the line that the guy gave you in the, uh, in, uh, Nashville? Uh, listen, that I did not like. I was not into that. Um, what did he say? Uh, I want you, girl. Yeah, I, I want, I want you, girl. girl. Yeah. There's a great pickup line uh, for people from Delco. So you ask the girl, are you from Aston? And if they say no, and you say, well, because I'm giving your ass a 10. Oh, and I think that there works. you go. Yes, it's good. Ass 10. What do you do for Springfield? Uh, I'll go through. I'm giving your spring a feel. feel. <laughs> I'll go into some other examples here. Let me get uh, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. Okay, so something that you act like you dislike, but secretly you really like it. And feel free to use this as a confession here on the show. Yeah. If you've never said this stuff out loud, you can certainly Even say if you're a serial killer. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Andrew. A, a few people that are close to me know this. Um, when it was originally airing, I could not stand the TV show Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. I thought it was the dumbest S, and everybody on there was, like, <laughs> wasting their lives drinking down the shore. Right. And I think only one of them is actually from New Jersey. Right. Most of them are from Sweden. All right. So that was your issue. <laughs> and then what happened? Uh, now that they put it on Netflix and I get bored <laughs> sometimes, I'll put it on in the background as just something to pass the time. Okay. So are you into and like... It's, the... actually, it's actually pretty entertaining. Are you into the new, the new, the reboot? No, no, no. I'm talking about the original. The original movie. series, yeah. Like five or six seasons, whatever it is. Well, you know what? When it first came on, we, we were obviously uh, tre- tremendously critical of it. And then... But it's a terrible show, you ended, watched, you yeah. ended up watching it. And by osmosis, you start to get, you know, you start to hear about it. And it mm-hmm. becomes something that you watch. And I guess... Yeah. A, a certain, and and you, you sort of fell into that. Now you kind of like it. Yeah. And, and sometimes you even still see some of them in the area, like... I know Paulie D is like a legitimate DJ. He still does shows in the area. <laughs> and then um, during the NHL half season lockout a couple of years ago, uh, Vinny 
was one of the like celebrity coaches. You're more than just a passing. Yeah, you're 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 totally hooked. All right, thanks, Andrew. Appreciate (laughs) the admission. so, one, I think sometimes, like like that, might have been with him. Is is you uh, you took a stand on something? Yeah, you know where where other people were into it, and you were like, no, I'm I'm not doing it. And then you all of a sudden happenstance fall into maybe like watching a TV show or whatever it may be, but you took such a staunch. Uh, position on it that you can't admit that you've come around. And before on it. you know it, you're sitting there going, Where's that strap on? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a good one, Preston. This right. sort of encompasses it. Uh, I'm a New Jersey Devils fan. Flyers are my rivals, but I secretly love Gritty. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. See, okay. Gritty is the bridge builder. Yeah, maybe. That googly eyed bastard. Uh, here we go. Let me go to Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy, what's up? Nothing much. Uh, country music. Okay. So you act like you hate it, but actually uh, you love it. If you see me in public, I'm always with a frown on to change the music. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm tapping my foot underneath that table. You know, anything like that. But so can't what? Stand it, can't stand it in public, but I love it. Do you, will you actually be with friends and, and put on like a little like a little act like you can't stand to turn the station? Yeah. And then I'll at... At home, you put on your cowboy hat and do line dancing. Exactly. I've got my little my little boots on. My, uh, my bow tie. Not my bow tie. My, uh, Polo. What's that called? Oh, yeah. Polo. Yeah. It's a cross between country and Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go to a line dance here and there, but I put on disguise. Okay. You know I what, got though, you, Jimmy? Thanks, man. Appreciate there's also it. the opposite side of that precedent. We act like you hate something, but actually love it. Sometimes people drive me crazy who automatically love everything. Like, don't, you know, like it's, oh, my God. It's unbelievable. You guys hate that. I ha- well, if that, someone goes over the top with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Marilyn, who we used to work with, was, oh. was known for, uh, it was just her, her sense of drama. You but- haven't seen all dogs go to heaven? <laughs> oh, my Steve. God. Life changing, life changing. Yes, it was. There were, there were phrases like life changing, good burger. Yeah, life changing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good burger. It's a great burger. Yeah, yeah. Really? I, yeah. I've learned with you guys. You I love Marilyn, but she you don't ever talk to her about a movie before you go to see it because your expectations will be so high. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really, with you guys, use any superlatives when you're trying to describe something like I. You know, one time flippantly <laughs> said that Spaceballs was the greatest movie ever, which was just my way of saying I love the movie. Right, right, you know? right, 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 right. You yeah, know? But you took what I said as literal. Yeah. Wait and... a second. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's totally. a fun movie. Yeah. Better than Good Burger? Yeah. I love that movie as opposed to greatest movie ever made. Uh, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We right. got it. Hang on. Let me go to, there's some interesting ones up here. I'm going to go to Doug. Hey, Doug. Hey, Bucky. Hey, hey, what? <laughs> All right, something you act like you dislike, but you secretly love. You know what? I dislike when people judge me for the music I listen to. I will listen to Share, Believe, All Day, Radio Blasting, and I am jamming out. Share, I don't care Believe? Do you oh, believe yeah. in life in after love. all? Do you believe in life after all? Sing it, Doug. Are you proud now? Do you, do, you, do you let everyone know you love it? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Now he is. All right. Well, you don't pretend like you dislike it. That's okay. The that's the difference. Yeah. Because in a way, it's like coming out of the closet. You know. Was Was there a time that you would hide your feelings about that though? Yeah, all throughout high school. Okay. All right. But he found these clubs where there are a lot of men who listen to it as well. (laughs) Special after hours. All right, Doug. Thank you. I appreciate it. Was this the first one that uh, we heard that uh, auto-tuning on? It was was the one that was most obvious. Where they did it as a a gimmick as opposed to kind of hiding it. They, They did... Because throughout the song, she isn't using it, but at that, no, point, at that point, they do it as kind of a Wasn't it T.I. who uh, yeah. was the, the auto-tune king? You mean uh, the winner of The Masked Singer? Yes. Oh, is that who won The Masked Singer? Oh, yeah. I saw, okay. I saw a promo poster out here. Is it coming back? Oh, yeah. That's a new oh, one? Oh, the okay. new season. It was a huge hit for them. Uh, oh, look. it's already signed for us a third season as well. Really? Yeah. This one sounds weird. I'm going to go to Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Kayla? Um, so, <laughs> this is like a family thing that we're all pretty ashamed of, okay. that we really love Korean soap operas. <laughs> I did not even know that Korean soap operas existed <laughs> here in the U.S. that you could watch them. Yeah, so it started off on this channel that um, my in-laws had. They didn't have, like, full cable, so they got this channel there. They could watch soap operas, and they shared their like for, me, for it with me, and I started watching them, and now they are all over Netflix, and I am addicted but so embarrassed. Are you, in fact, Korean? I am not at okay. all. Okay, <laughs> so I'm sort of hearing that I have a similar thing because I've never liked boy bands or anything like that and then lo and behold i see this dumb bts video mm-hmm. on snl and now i'm into k-pop korean pop music mm-hmm. so yeah. uh yeah Which came out and admitted it right i away. did it took a lot it yeah. took a lot of encouragement from friends yeah yeah and i but i went to this club where there was a bunch of guys preston that listened <laughs> to the same music so caleb <laughs> Kayla, so you kind of... Hey, guys, you listen, too. You, will you embarrassingly admit this from time to time, or you just kind of keep it to yourself? Um, well, my husband doesn't understand it at all, mm-hmm. and, like, will judge me from across the room. But if somebody asks me, like, oh, what do you watch on TV? I, I like, try to pick the more popular things. Okay. Yeah. Kayla... My wife hates the uh, Hallmark Christmas movies, and I love them, so I, I feel your pain. Thank you, Kayla. <laughs> I appreciate it. My kids were watching some overdubbed uh, kids soap opera thing uh, my daughter does for a while. I think it might be out of Argentina. Okay. Uh, but it's like, um, it's almost like, um, not quite Saved by the Bell sitcom but that age, okay. you know, that high school age, and it's all overdubbed, and they have songs and stuff, and... And they're watching it. They love it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Let me go to, yeah, let's go to uh, Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. So we're talking about something you act like you dislike, but you secretly really like. Yes. So for years, I've been telling people I would never watch a Star Wars movie. They're corny. I would never like it. But I've seen bits and pieces, and I think if I watched it, I'd really like it. But Mm -hmm. I can't go back now because I've been saying it for years. You're too far in. And you feel that uh, you would lose all cred were you to suddenly redo a, pull a full 180. But you know yeah. you're, there are many friends who would take who would accept your, your shift. And uh, do you think you might give it a try at all? But you're absolutely resolute. You can't go there now. I've been talking so much crap on those movies <laughs> for years. I can't go back. Oh, you, you, so you would, you would pay the price for doing it? 
Yeah. Maybe, right. maybe Crystal, if you do this, if, if you, you with, with your friends that have, have told you forever that this is a great series, maybe you make a deal with them and say, all right, let's all get together and watch it. You just can't bust my balls if I like it, okay? Oh, because otherwise they're going to be like, told ya, you, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Crystal, here's another thing. It's a little bit of a deflection. Burn down a hospital. Oh, no, no. Then tell them you like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to be like, What? Right? It These are all great it. ideas. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. You know, it's uh-huh. kind of how I feel like my wife is about Marvel movies. She is so dug in on her uh, opinion of it all because, like, and. Why do I think she would like it if she I gave it a try? You know why, Steve? Because it's brilliant filmmaking. Yeah. Over, over a long period of time and it's wonderful storytelling. E- even the most reticent person, I, you know. It is. You could extract a lot of what makes it the superhero stuff, and it, there's just good drama and good mm-hmm. ensemble stories. But um, my wife, uh, I, I had to chip away at her, and, and now she's she's into it, and she she wants to watch Endgame with me. So I, I consider that a score. Yeah, I'm going to go to Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, bud? Uh, I I actually didn't really like this until you brought the subject up. Mm-hmm. I, I secretly like the Kardashians. I, I don't even want to admit it. Wow. It's kind of like, you know, I, I would never tell anybody, you know, to, to I would stay away from drugs just on the off chance that you like them. I, I won't watch the Kardashians just on the off yeah, chance. Yeah, that you might like it. Because I hate them so much. And then you find yourself in an alleyway giving a handy to some guys because he, he has a set that's playing the Kardashians. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, my girlfriend watches all the time and she'll I'll fall asleep and she'll have the TV on and she puts the Kardashians on. I wake up and say, shut those effing <laughs> Oh, I don't want I bitches. Don't want to mm-hmm. but yeah, those bitches off and go back to sleep. And but you know when she's not home, I'll put I'll, if it's on, it'll be, I'll watch it. You're, oh. you're 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 right in what yeah. we're talking about because. Uh, but I understand what you're saying. You you want to fight it, like for example, I don't want to go anywhere near any of these Real Housewives shows because for fear. Oh, she watches that too. She I watches those too. too. Yeah. I'm like, All right. It's, it's, uh, I don't even like to admit it. I feel your pain. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. Thanks, All right. Hey, does, uh, does Chuck like the Bachelor shows, or does he just watch them to watch them with his daughter and his wife? I think, I he, think likes he likes them, them now. Yeah, okay. Uh, and that's, that'd be another one where we can't, again, um, I, I've tried to see what people are seeing, and I, I can't. I, I loathe them, and, yeah. and we'll stumble across them from time to time, and I get angry. That I'm even watching it at all. Uh-huh. But then I feel like, well, maybe it's something I can talk about on the show a little bit and maybe yeah. educate myself on it. And then I'm like, I probably have to quit because this is just terrible. Uh, I I like Dancing with the Stars. You did in the first few seasons. I did. and, and But my reasoning was because the, the professional dancers are so yeah. damn hot. And you liked the costumes. Oh you thought good. they were oh hot. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, they're, they're non-existent. Yeah. Yeah, so I could see that. That's a yeah, little listen, embarrassing news. Did you really like Hee Haw years ago? No. No. What did you watch it for? The, the Hee Haw Honeys. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. There's another good one coming up here. I'm going to go to uh, Chris K. Hi, Chris. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, good. Uh, I, so, what's up, man? What did you want to admit? Uh, you secretly, you act like you dislike, but you secretly like. Well, I did it for Game of Thrones for all eight seasons. I'm like, I'm not watching it. I'm not giving it a shot because I was kind of like, you know, I was always into fantasy and all that. So I like, I saw the first like episode or two and I'm like, ah, it's just not drawing me in. Uh, and then I heard that, you know, if you watch through season one, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll draw you in and you'll be sucked. Yep. And then, uh, well, 
season eight premiered. Finally started watching through episode all season one, and yeah, watched all eight seasons within like two months. But the entire time, were you denying that you liked it? Um, for well, no, like I said, I denied that I even wanted to give it a shot for eight years. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. So when you're actually watching it, did you finally have to admit to people that you were telling you you had no desire that you had turned around and now you were yeah, a fan? I'm like, yep. I love Game of Thrones. Even went out and bought a shirt. You know, I was in all the house. <laughs> yep. yep. Like a super fan. A lot of it, and, uh, it has to do with eating crow, though. It has to do with you, yeah, fight, you sucking thanks, it man. up and just saying, all right, you were right. All right. How about this? This looks... Oh, where did it go? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds interesting. I will go to Scott. I'll go to Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, sorry about you guys at work. It's all good, buddy. All right. So something that you act like you dislike, but you really secretly like. Was Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Little House on yes. the Prairie. Wow. Yes. Laura yes. Ingalls. And, yes. And your reason that you were embarrassed to admit that? I had long hair growing up, hung with all the headbangers and the jocks <laughs> and playing sports. And God forbid if they ever found out that we'd be out playing football on a Sunday and I'd have to come up with some excuse so I could get in on time. <laughs> To watch it by seven o'clock, <laughs> yes. so nobody would know that you were oh, watching awesome. Little House on yeah. the Prairie. Yeah, and the weird thing is, if I'm flipping through the channels today and I see like a rerun of it, I'll actually stop and still watch. It. Yep. Did you watch it all the way to the series finale when they blew up the town? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Wow, right, Scott, you were <laughs> hardcore. You got a little teary eyed on that too. <laughs> that's that's a good that's, admission. That could really be like. Thanks, a deep dark secret, you know, that you're holding. Totally. Especially if your image is you're a you're a headbanger. Yeah. And you're you're rushing home to watch Absolutely. Little House on the Prairie. Absolutely. Uh we'll go to our buddy uh, Craig Lagans. Hey Craig, good morning, sir. What up, white folks? Hey man. Um, I know a lot of white people, so um I began to hate the electric slide. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I've been to at least three hundred and eighty four weddings in the last four years and <laughs> Uh, but I, I thought I secretly liked it because uh, I hated it when it was done. But when I saw it being done wrong, I was like, no, stop it. Do it like this. Um, but I, everyone knew, always knew I hated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then our local uh, sports team, I believe the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. uh, started doing it during their Super Bowl run. And then I really started, you know, liking it, liking it. And then I went to another wedding, my 385th. <laughs> And the whole time I was like, no one's doing the electric slide? Really? <laughs> no one? I'm kind of disappointed. No so one. so you're now into it. I think the thing with those kind of dances, especially at a wedding, too, if you're single, yeah, you, you, you get up and you're, 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 you know, it's a good way yeah, to meet I the, love yeah, the electric slide. Never. It's a way to get onto the dance floor because, <laughs> I, you know, when you're just sort of freestyle dancing, Kind of feel a little dorky. And like, are, my, are my arms doing the right thing? Are my legs doing the right thing? And you know, even if I have it's rhythm, regimented. I, yeah. So the el- yeah. the electric slide, I really do like. I can't stand the ma- macarena. I can't stand it. Uh, and that's yeah. not. Yeah. You know, I don't even. You don't, see, you like don't even secretly like it. Nope. It's not manly yeah. enough. Craig, your call on the uh, on uh, the macarena. Uh, that's a whole different. Level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's for different. another. That's another time. All right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. What about the chicken dance? Enough, I love the chicken dance, but that's for kids. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> there are a lot of people that are texting in that they secretly like the Preston and Steve show, but uh, their friends <gasps> give them some guff. Well, that's the whole that's the whole impetus for our black listeners. Yeah, yeah, that people would sheepishly call in and go. By the way, I'm black. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Exactly. Wait a minute. So people are texting in that their friends don't like our show, or that they pretend that they don't like the show. But everybody, so it's sort of it's this thing that people all secretly really <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, I can you know, totally see that. If they're texting in in the first place, but it's why would probably... you be embarrassed of us? Oh, Screw we're, you! We're, we're, no, no, no. We should help them out by giving fake call letters now and then. Yeah, <laughs> Kathy, because maybe you're it's listening a few, to NPR. Maybe it's a few upstanding citizens in society, right, right. or people with taste. They, yeah, and they don't. People with stature. People with stature and taste. They don't want to do it. Who can discern quality who are making that call. I understand. We should have a secret, like a word or something like that, for the people who are embarrassed to admit they listen to the show that they can tell to other people. Kaflavin? Kaflavin. I'd like to know. I would like to know why, though. Is it because because they're, like, upstanding citizens? They have, like, I don't know, a certain... I I have a reason, and it's because radio is, quote-unquote, not cool. You know, it's like it's not the newest, hippest podcast or, or something. Hmm. It, it's been around for a while. It's established. And right. anything that's around, it's like saying, um, you know, that Jim Gardner is cool. Of course he is. But people aren't allowed to admit that he's cool because he's been around for so long. You know what I get sometimes are people who are like, who are maybe embarrassed to admit to me that they listen. Like, well, I, I really don't listen to your show. But, that, but then we'll rattle off 19 things I said that, that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, why did you just say that? Yeah. Well, I I don't know. It's but it's 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 a weird it's a weird dynamic. But I think we could have the equivalent of like uh, AA Preston, where people come in and (laughs) you know donuts, and they can all be chain smoking and uh, they can write letters. Hi, I'm Bill. I'm a a a listener. I listen to Preston. Uh It's okay. Yeah, yeah. You can admit it. Hi, Bill. And you have to you have to do you know go to the people that you've uh, other shows that you've listened to and apologize. (laughs) Yeah, PSA. You're in in a safe space here. Yeah. You know, uh, let me go to uh, our friend Brian, Brian Cunningham. <laughs> Opie Cunningham. <laughs> hey, Brian, how you doing? Good, Durga Durga. Durga, Durga buddy. Durga. All right, so you used to work with our, our uh, buddy, uh, Senator Chris Coons. Uh, I do know that. Now, you wanted to admit something that you've been embarrassed to admit or that you act like you dislike? I uh, have hated on this particular musical artist for uh, 10 years and uh, have secretly uh, enjoyed her music, and that is... Taylor Swift. You Taylor said it. Swift. I heard him say it. Wow, you bite your tongue. She is wonderful. What's your favorite I song? Like, I, probably 15. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. You know, I didn't really care for her until 1989 album came out. I love her. Um, yeah. Didn't she Our wear song. shorts? <laughs> Very catchy. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I bought my wife uh, tickets for the show two years ago, and I was... Having terrible FOMO that her and her. All right. So, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Let me ask you then. What's what's her favorite? What's her favorite pet? See how much you know oh, about her, her two cats. There Jesse's you go. Cat. Well, he's hey. in. He's in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know oh, that wow. much. That's a, that's the extent of her. <laughs> Taylor Swift and the cats. Yeah. yeah. Put that down. <laughs> All right, Brian. That's a good admission. Thank you, brother. We appreciate it. Actually, Welcome. there's a there's a couple. Bye. 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 <laughs> Uh, there are a uh, a few people that were saying Taylor Swift. Here's a guy. Chris said he is. We have to wrap things up. Admit that he, he's scared to admit that he likes Nickelback. Uh, here's Melissa is a Dallas fan. Secretly likes the Eagles. Whoa. Uh, we uh, support that. Steve's been on hold for a long time. He secretly liked Cats, the musical. <laughs> uh, West uh, secretly loves living in New Jersey, even though he tells everybody he hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Why do you feel compelled to tell people you hate it? That's perfect. And Scott was ashamed for people to know that he liked the big comfy couch TV show, the kids oh, show. Oh yes, I remember that. You remember that? 
That used, chick was annoying, though, a little bit. They used to shoot that down at uh, Center City Film and Video. I used to see the set when oh, I would really? go there to do voiceovers. Yeah, huh. exactly. Well, interesting. Take stock in all this and uh, see if maybe something that uh, that you're afraid to admit is something you can go ahead and open up about. You might feel better. It might be liberating. Or you might get your ass kicked. Yeah, they might yeah, be quite possible, pulp. especially our fans. All right. Uh, when we come back, a couple things are going to happen. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We are going to do our uh, Bizarre File. And we are going to reveal where exactly we're celebrating uh, Rambo Day today. Yes. With Pitchbow, Pitchuation, dressed as Rambo at a specific Rambo location this morning with uh, coffee and Rambonuts to hand out. And gift cards, Rambiff cards <laughs> as well. And we'll tell you where. It's just stop by and get some free stuff. The movie opens on Friday. Uh, we have... Uh, coming up later on, the cast members of the uh, Downton Abbey movie to celebrate Rambo Day. Absolutely. They'll be here. But I also want to remind Ludi. you that the 2019 Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle is making its third stop. It's tomorrow night from 7 to 9. Yeah. It will be at Kelly's Logan House in the Trolley Square neighborhood of Wilmington, Delaware. And Brent Porsche is going to be there. Along with the M.M. Armin, you can come out. Uh, to the party, and you could win a pair of uh, tickets to the Eagles-Lions game, courtesy of Bud Light Platinum. I have a $25 gift card. I'll take caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. That is uh, for Kelly's Logan House. Give us a buzz, and we can set you up. We'll come back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Sons and the song is called Panic Attack on 93.3 WNMR. Everything that rocks, don't you know? 7.56 a.m. Are you I, dumbed down on Yeah, I think oh. I said the F word by accident. <laughs> I was trying to say Fox. <laughs> Fox good day. Though I would watch that network. Yeah, hell yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, with Pierre dropping an yeah, S-bomb yes. yesterday, he was trying to say sweatshirt. <laughs> it's a package. It's that network and another network called Squirter. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Well, set me up with both of them. Ow. It's All bundled, right. as they say. Uh, we will go live on Fox. Good day. In just a moment, <laughs> after after we do that, we'll we'll get traffic. We're going to hold on a second, and then after traffic, we're going to tell you where you need to be to celebrate Rambo Day today. Excellent. Rambo Last Blood opens on Friday, <clears throat> and to celebrate. We have a little pop-up location that we're going to tell you about with our own, our very own pitch bow. <laughs> the pituation dressed as Rambo with some goodies for you. But right now we're going to... All right, Preston and Steve, uh, we're a little late. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, happy wife, happy life. You know the the, the line. Oh, yeah. Well, the researchers uh, interviewed 13,000 couples. They found that a wife's happiness is twice as important for a good relationship than the husband's happiness. Ha! <laughs> Do you agree? Uh, Preston, I'll, I'll let you take the wheel on this. We've talked about this many times. You know, now it's it's happy wife, happy life. It used to be, yes, dear, yeah. was the old uh, saying, but now it's turned sure. into a, a more friendly, happy wife, happy life. We actually have a plaque hanging up in our house that says, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I you know, yeah. I- 
I agree, and I think also this, because there's the residual effect. <clears throat> and I happen to be in a good grace period now. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Oh, good. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think my wife could find a dead body in the trunk of my car and there'd be no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I've been a good boy. So, ultimately, I think your happiness, when my wife is really happy, I'm really happy. But you, wouldn't you, don't you naturally want to see the person you love happy? Right? Right. Well, well yes. But how did this ever get started? Maybe Kathy can weigh in on this. How did why? it get started? I don't know. Well, because why, why does a wife always have to be happy? Why can't we get some happiness? Uh, I think because maybe we... Oh, I, Come on, I say know, it. Spill it. Because we can withhold stuff from you and <laughs> make you angry. <laughs> but I think it's... I do think it's kind of sad like that the, the guy shouldn't be happy. I think both should be happy. Mm-hmm. That's very sweet well, and very little. She doesn't believe that for a second, though. No, not for one no, second. No. If I'm not happy, it's all over. Yeah. I just think it's funny that a guy... Can't be happy unless she's happy. Is that what you're saying? You know, like because you can be happy, but but if she's not happy, you're not allowed to be happy. Is not that, that you're not allowed, but like she can make your life miserable. It's harder she's to right. be happy your when you're miserable. getting yeah an olive fork jammed in the back of your head. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and why does it always sound like women don't enjoy sex? You know because what I mean? they don't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's the old joke they do, but just not with us. <laughs> men never withhold sex. Oh, you know I, mean? oh I do. Because you can't handle that. <laughs> oh, I do. Um, I, I'm, I have a headache. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. The Kardashians are on. You're cut off. Kat, that's about all I do is handle it. No. <laughs> all right, well, uh, We got to... <laughs> no. On that note. <laughs> September 18th, here we go. All right, and they're gone. See you later. All right. They got to go before they don't have a show anymore. Happy wife, happy life. I actually said that phrase to somebody the other day a minute, and it said, uh, yeah. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I, I, if... And you know, and you know when things... You walk in and you can feel it in the air. Oh, yeah. oh no. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> and then when I say, it's because you're on your period. Oh, yeah. my God. You said that one time <laughs> yeah. and you never said it Is again. it girl things? <sighs> what did you say? Oh, my God. They turn into Rambo. Yeah. They turn into Rambo. <laughs> it's going to get bloody. <laughs> it I'm is. coming for you. <laughs> Oh, my God. Kathy, what were you going to say? Oh, Having my, my period, having to use the feminine hygiene products, spitting on us, calling us baby killers. <laughs> we know it. It's so bad. I hate it. But listen, Use it. I come an animal in I do, well, again, I, as I've said, my, my, it's, it's pretty even keel. I, I, don't, I don't have the uh, Jekyll and Hyde thing. You no? know? Yeah. God, Never had that. Me. MMR's Money Shark. You might be sick of this song, but you're not sick of winning $1,000, are ya? And here's your chance to win cash five times a day, weekdays. Tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. We give you 15 minutes to text the keyword to a special contest short code, 45911. You can also enter using the MMR mobile app or via WMMR.com. In which case, we'll put your name in the hat for a $10,000 grand prize. MMR's Money Shark. Details at... All right, enough. Stop. Get the entry methods and contest rules at WMMR.com. Brought to you by Horizon Services. 24-7 heating, cooling, and plumbing. And by 93.3 WMMR. do 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 do
Can we go ahead and reveal what we got going on, Case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I All think right. uh, we, we we got somebody on the line. All right, I need appropriate music, which we have here. Oh, uh, Rambo Last, Last Blood opens on Friday, <laughs> and in conjunction with that opening, we're celebrating Rambo Day today. Yeah. And we are headed to a very special location, and then I will go I will go to our correspondent yes. at that location. But where would we be for Rambo Day? Well, we're in a community known as Bridgeport, Pennsylvania. And why Bridgeport wedged right there between King of Prussia and Norristown? Because there's a Rambo Street yeah. in Bridgeport. And that's where we have, ladies and gentlemen, Pitchbow on location. <laughs> Pitchbow! Yeah. Hey! I'm standing in the middle of Bridgeport. Uh, man, this is a rough-looking area. Man, this is what, there's one thing I've learned about war. Young men fight it, old men start it, and really old men have to pee a lot. Uh, what kind of impression are you doing? What yeah, are I don't, you doing? Is that an Irish broke? <laughs> I've learned one thing. Yes, this is Rambo that you have on the phone here. Did you I think never that, heard of oh, I, went, I went a little crazy there. Maybe yeah. he thought Sean Connery, because that's what I thought you were <laughs> the impression you were trying to do. Let's Give us your portrayed Rambo. <laughs> Give us your Rocky. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go back to Rocky? Well, you know, <laughs> you know if I started out <laughs> Rocky, I thought I would just stay at Rocky, so you want to just stay at Rocky, so, but, you know. Rocky is Rambo! Yes. So you do Bob Geldof instead? <laughs> well, r- r- with with Rambo, I think you got to be a little more like, oh, it's not over! So maybe if I do that, maybe that'll sound a little Listen, bit better. I don't know, guys. I think it's perfect. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. It, it really is. No, we knew it was going to be like this. That's yeah, why we, we were hoping it would be. He's kind of like uh, James McAvoy in Split. He's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a few yeah. different people. Just... Yes, the name is Rambo. Yeah. Yes, it happened here in Vietnam. Okay. And I don't even know what that whole dialogue was he had in the beginning. Oh, he gave him lines from Rambo movies, and he was reciting them. Oh, yeah, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. That's what that He's was? He's got a whole list of lines. Well, let's hear it again. Oh, my God. Give, well, us, a, give us another one. Pitchbow, give us another one. Well, you know, just remember, you're not hunting me. I'm hunting you. So please stop shooting me. Perfect. Wow. Yep. And the Oscar goes to. 100%. That's what we want. Now First listen. That's, that was uncanny. All right. So is that better? That yes. is much better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay so you know I think this is helping. I think if I think of Rocky first, then go into Rambo. I think yeah, yeah. In, instead of thinking of George Bernard Shaw. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Find your motivation. My God. Yes. Pitch bow, shut up for a second. <laughs> All right, what what are you wearing right now, or, so people can identify you? Okay, I got uh, jeans on. I got a green shirt. Uh, I've realized I don't have anything army uh, related, so this is uh, what I've got to work with. Well, um, and you... as as for some sort of <laughs> you know some sort of you know. Uh, weaponry or something. I don't have anything, so I have my Star Wars rifle. <laughs> okay, yeah. hang on. Are you wear Are you wearing the wig and bandana? Uh, hold on. Wait, I just uh, saw no. Connor over here. So, oh, yeah. hold Jesus! On. Oh, I guess officially we weren't supposed to go until to him till okay eight, right, 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 eight right. twenty. So, so right now yeah. he just looks like some slow guy on the corner. Yeah, yeah pretty much so. <laughs> but uh, we're, we got this all set up. Uh, Connor actually just actually did all the work for me, so I got to okay. get Connor from. Right. So, so, so here's here's what we're gonna do. We're we're gonna have you on Rambo Street. You're gonna be dressed as Rambo in a moment. Uh, you have coffee and Rambonuts to give away. Coffee yeah. and donuts. 
uh, from Duncan, and and we have Duncan gift cards. I think too. Uh, uh, Ram biff cards. Ram biff cards. We have Duncan Ram biff cards. <laughs> now people need a secret phrase to come by and say to indicate that they heard this on the show. Well, because of the shift in the impression, you may just want to say "top of the morning." <laughs> but but uh, it's uh, nothing is over. Nothing, nothing is, is over. over. Yeah. yeah, but you got to give it the the real. Yeah, give it the yeah. real thing. Nothing is over. Yeah, can you say it like that, pitch? What, what, the top of the morning? <laughs> Say, people are going to come up to you, nothing is over. That's the nothing phrase. Nothing is over. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, nothing yeah. is over. That was perfect. Nothing is over. Coming back for all of those baby killers. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. I'm a killing machine. You just don't turn it off. It's it's uh, honestly it's like you're watching the movie. It's amazing. Yeah. When, you, when you asked him if he was wearing the bandana and the uh-huh. wig, he had to check with somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> he, like, he couldn't touch Connor. his hair and it's go. Hair? Yes, no, no but, but I have a Star Wars rifle. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the actual That's clip? The actual yeah. clip pitched <laughs> Oh, there you go. I got. Get that entire speech of Rambo <laughs> at the at the end of, of First Blood. And the I can't feel my legs. I, yeah, I want to hear yeah. this in speed. This up to speed. <laughs> I can't feel my legs. I'm trying to put it together. Okay. All right, pitch. Oh, well, what we got? His exact location is Rambo and Mill. Yeah, Brando uh, so he's Mill. basically right. Uh, Mill Street is where Bridgeton Fire Company's uh, located. So he's right uh, on that street at the corner of Rambo and Mill. And Pitchbow, we we like you to be in character oh. all the time we talk to yeah. you. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, it's eight minutes after eight. We haven't done money shot. Oh, oh that is my oh, fault. Yeah. Uh, switch those up, please, yeah. Casey. All right. I'm, I apologize uh, to those who were waiting. Uh, Pitch, go play. We'll, we'll talk to you in a little while. <laughs> go play like a three three WMMR Philadelphia. A Beasley Media Group station. MMR's Money Shark. All right. Here we go. This is what you need. This hour's keyword in the MMR Money Shark Nationwide contest is weekend. Again, I apologize for being so late with this, but weekend, W-E-E-K-E-N-D. You have until 8.15 to enter it through the text special contest short code number, which is 45911. That's 45911. Uh, don't text it here to the station. Or you can enter using the MMR mobile app or the contest page at WMMR.com, and you can be entered to win a $10,000 grand prize if you do those two ways. And we're going to call you if you're randomly selected and you win $1,000. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Good luck from Horizon Services and WMMR. Again, the word is weekend, W-E-E-K-E-N-D. All right. Make sure we got it. All right, we got to do the Bizarre file, so let's do it. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, and it's brought to you by Delaware Valley University. Advance your career with an accredited MBA from Delaware Valley University. Just 10 courses. And more information at val- delvel.edu. What was that impression? Slash MBA ten. I, I don't, I don't know. It's like, uh, and we're all looking at each other. Like, is is that supposed to? Be? We, we give us the crap impression you normally do. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, let's begin with this story. A cyclist died in Australia on Sunday after being startled by a swooping magpie. 
We've had stories about these things, La- attacking cyclists. Last week, we yeah. had a story about it. And uh, so the magpies get aggressive in the spring around breeding season. The 76-year-old man was riding his bike in Nicholson Park, south of Sydney, when he veered off the path to avoid a swooping magpie. He then crashed into a fence post, was thrown to the ground, and suffered serious head injuries, airlifted the hospital, and died that evening. Wow. Magpie swooping season, by the way, occurs each year across the country in September and October during Australia's springtime. And this year, the season started early after a warm winter. Uh, Visitors to Australia might notice people walking around carrying large sticks or bike riders wearing helmets with a dozen zip ties positioned so that they stick up into the air so to deter them. They're wearing, like, protective armor against these magpies. Yeah, magpies can cause quite a bit of damage with their sharp beaks and sudden attacks. Last year, a toddler in Perth narrowly avoided being blinded by a magpie after it swooped down and attacked his face while he sat in a stroller. That's messed up. How about this? A transatlantic flight was forced to divert to the Republic of Ireland because a pilot... Spill the cup of coffee on the aircraft's controls. Oh, man. <laughs> man is it air flying? And it was a big one, too. An Airbus A33243 was traveling from uh, Frankfurt, Germany to Cancun uh, when it was forced to jettison fuel and divert to Shannon Airport. Uh, the pilot, who has over 13 hours of flying experience, had been given a cup of coffee without a lid by cabin crew and accidentally knocked it over as the plane was flying over the North Atlantic Ocean carrying 11 crew and 326 passengers. They should mandate sippy cups in the cockpit. Yeah, some of the liquid spilled onto the audio control panel, which became very hot and produced smoke and a burning smell. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, the damage caused... <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and it, they, they forced the crew to wear oxygen masks. Uh, the equipment became so hot that one of the buttons on the control panel began to melt, which uh, then prompted the pilot to divert. Uh, after the aircraft was fully inspected and repaired, the flight did continue. Cancel that cheese fondue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an accused shoplifter trying to flee Walmart Sunday afternoon in her car struck a shopper riding a motorized cart twice before she crashed into a police cruiser and was arrested. Oh, jeez. Seda Smith was charged with robbery and aggravated assault. Smith had uh, filled up a shopping cart with $235 in merchandise but left it at a self-checkout lane inside the store. When she went outside, grabbed a discarded receipt from the garbage, Uh, police were told by a store loss prevention agency. She then returned inside the store, walked out with the stolen goods without paying and ignoring the loss prevention agent's command to stop. So a responding police officer saw Smith drive her car, strike the person in the motorized shopping cart while trying to flee the parking lot. An argument between Smith and the victim ensued. Smith quickly tried to flee again when she saw the police cruiser and she struck the shopper again in the motorized cart, this time dragging the victim in cart 10 feet before smashing head on into the police cruiser. Mm. She was arrested and the victim was taken to the hospital to be treated for injuries from the crash. The planning paid off. Yeah, right. Uh, During a traffic stop Sunday, law enforcement authorities uh, suspected a man might be possessing illicit drugs. They were right, apparently, but they might not have suspected where the drugs were found. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Michael LeVar retrieved a container of methamphetamine from his rectum. You mean his butthole? Yeah, in fact, that's exactly what that was. Uh, They found it in his... his, uh, Butthole! LeVar was arrested... Deputy stopped uh, him at about 3 a.m. for speeding and improper lane usage. He observed items in the vehicle that were consistent with drug use. They also smelled burnt cannabis. We believe you might have drugs in your... Uh... <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, LeVar was searched. A straw that contained meth residue was found, as was a glass pipe. And he had dropped the pipe on the ground, and that led to a conversation about him having a syringe. And that led to a conversation about, why are you standing funny? Uh, oh, because I have drugs in my ass. Uh, the de- deputy noticed LeVar was standing uncomfortably. His butt cheeks were clenched. The deputy said, is there anything else? And he said, yeah. And the meth was found in a pink plastic thumb-sized container known as a bullet. And apparently they are fairly common for concealing contraband in jails <laughs> and prisons. This guy was driving around with one. Uh, how about this? Thousands of dollars worth of bull semen has been destroyed after a cattle building exploded. Oh, no. All right. I just saw a tweet this morning that said, I didn't know semen was flammable, and mm. I didn't know what that was in reference to. And apparently yeah. it's this story. So it was the semen itself that exploded? Well, I don't, I'm not really sure about that, but emergency services <laughs> were called to... Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Emergency services oh, yeah. were called <laughs> to. Uh, I blew that chick apart. <laughs> we're called to Yarm Herd Services at about 3 a.m., where 100 uh, cryogenic cylinders containing cattle semen exploded in the blaze. I, I can't imagine there's anything f- flammable and. No, semen? I think it just... It's probably the containers themselves or something, but the wiring or whatever. Well, maybe they're pressurized. But it took uh, 10 fire crews more than uh, 10 hours to contain the fire at the building, which is a which is cattle breeding service. Vice uh, Committee Chairman Aaron Thompson said the loss would be, quote, a huge blow <laughs> for farmers with the cylinders between uh, being worth between $500 and $1,000 each. He said... Uh, the entire town next door got a facial. He's... <laughs> He said, we're coming into the artificial insemination season, so... Oh, are we? <laughs> like Not activities. There would have been substantial amounts of semen inside the tanks that we've lost, which was owned by our local farmers, and it can range in value from $5 per straw to $95 wow. per straw. Wow. A lot of farmers would have, been, would, have, would have semen stock in the building in those tanks preparing for AI, so... We've got that plus all of our herd testing equipment that was in there as well. He said, so this is a, this is significant damage and is going to have a flow-on effect on Yarm, especially after the drought that Yarm District has experienced over the last 12 months. Bad news, semen. folks. We have a semen drought. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a real blow for sure, he said. <laughs> uh, the not-for-profit organization provides artificial, inse- artificial insemination breeding advice. Put a call into Peter North. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Calf dehorning, uh, herd testing, and freeze branding services for farmers in the area. I didn't realize that the uh, the whole seminal fluid thing with cattle was such a big oh my deal. god yeah oh my, it's a real expensive industry yeah okay uh, because it's um it's breeding it's bloodline so to yeah I to, guess that makes so, sense to produce the, I always thought of more like like horses and things where that was more the issue same thing in cattle okay yeah, believe it or not all right and there you go that is what i have for you uh in the bizarre file this morning all right so we should uh take a break and check back in with pitchbow in a little while uh, we broke bow you didn't ever call him now yeah who knows uh but he's uh, he's at rambo and mill in bridgeport and if you stop by and you say the uh the secret phrase nothing is over nothing is over uh, then you can uh, you get some goodies. Uh, so uh, head over there now. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll check back in with him in a little bit. Hopefully we'll get some pictures of what yes. it looks like over there. As well. Hopefully he's got the wig and the bandana. Yeah, and the yeah. Star Wars yeah. rifle that Rambo carries. Stop by. It's, it's uh, <laughs> coffee and donuts and, and gift cards. Chance for you to win. We'll be right back. 
hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Studio Day is a chance for high school students to explore Newman University's programs in digital media, broadcasting, and production. You can use Newman's radio and TV studios and meet media professionals like Marissa Magnata and Andre Gardner. Studio Day is Saturday, October 19th from 10 till noon on Newman's campus in Delaware County. Discover how cutting-edge technology and industry connections can launch your career. Come to Studio Day on October 19th. To reserve your place, visit neumann.edu slash Studio Day. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we go to uh, Pitch Bell, um, I have a caller who I want to uh, oh. take, and I think this is uh, Ken. Hey, Ken, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Ken, do you have something to tell everybody? Hey, I just won the $1,000, and we are awesome and false. How about that? Yeah, man. That's awesome and false. <laughs> nice, Ken. So you were our winner this morning for Money Shark, and that means, my good friend, we have one thousand dollars for you. So congratulations! Yeah. Now, Love which way? It. Which way did you enter, Ken? Did you text or did you do the the I, app? I, I hit the text. You hit the text. Nice job, my man. All right. Well, we are going to set you up. Our friends from Horizon are sponsoring this. Make sure you spread the info to your friends because uh, they might win as well, and you guys could have a big old party. All right. Sounds good. All right, congratulations. Uh, Let's hear it for Ken. Yeah. $1,000 winner. Awesome and falsome. The amount of money given away every day. Again, I don't know how this is pulled off mm-hmm. uh, because I don't see them selling furniture and stuff around here. So, But uh, however they're doing it, they're doing it. Well, it uh, happens again at 11 a.m., 1 p.m., and 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. today. So 11 a.m., your next chance with Pierre. Listen up for that. Now we need to uh, go to our next gentleman who's on the street. The yeah, I mean... Nothing! You just don't turn it off! <laughs> it wasn't my war! You asked me, I didn't ask you! And I did what I had to do to win! But somebody wouldn't let us win! Yeah, so you can hear the He's rage. been through a lot, I Absolutely. mean, clearly. He's, he's just now a scab, basically. It's, uh, let's check in with Pitchbo, who oh, is... Whoa. Yeah, there it is. Hey, yo. <laughs> Uh, Pitchbo is is on location in British, and we have him on Rambo Street. It's Rambo Day. Rambo Last Blood opens on Friday. And by the way, Rambo Street is beautiful. Well, it's in Bridgeport, and it's at uh, Rambo and Mill. And uh, Pitchbo, you've been handing out uh, 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 Rambo nuts and coffee. Yes, I have. It's been it's been glorious here. I'm really uh, amazed at our listeners. They 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 instantly flocked to the location. They knew exactly where this was, Rambo and Mill Street. This is uh, this is great. I, I feel like uh, I, I feel like almost part celebrity, part <laughs> Stallone. Hey, part... can you put Pitchbo on the line? We yeah. don't want to talk to you. We want to talk to Pitchbo. Oh, okay. Well, you know, no, there's one thing. So <laughs> I've noticed that I have to survive a war. You have to become war. And I became the Mexican-American war because I like tacos. <laughs> yeah, it's an unbelievable delivery. Yeah. It's, it's just like it's okay. just unbelievable. It's helping. Yes. it's helping. I start, I try to think of Rocky, and then I switch to, to Rambo. Uh, and yet, and yet, yet uh, you subtle. ineluctably yeah. go right back to yourself. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Pitch, I think you're doing a great job. Uh, yeah, it's great. Honestly, it's, actually, we sort of expected this. By the way, if you if you stop by, you get you get coffee and a Rambo nut and and a ten dollar Dunkin' gift card while they last. Do you have any of those left? Yes, we got we got Rambo nuts, we got Ram gift cards, we got Ram coffee. 
Uh, we got Ram. Uh, we got a couple of Ram move, Ram Ram movie passes. To but the, away. I guess that's the correct. The one thing you can do is the Ram Pression. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel a little bit better now. I have the wig on and 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 the, the bandana on. I, I feel more in character. Right. Give you us give us another Rambo line. Give us a pitch bow line. Give us the passion you heard. A, a man who is a, a product of of, of war. A, a loose cannon who's at the end of his rope. Give us a dramatic reading. Well, don't push me, or I'll give you a war you won't believe. Like the Amish versus robot gorillas. No one would believe that war. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if he didn't have a shirt on? Do you think if like if he didn't have a shirt I asked for that. he would maybe get into the character a little bit more? Should I go shirtless? Can you? Is that is that should I go shirtless, everybody? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one guy. Yes. All right, let's see if he does it. We're watching him now. He's, he's, he's got there. a Star Wars All right. gun. All right, now I'm fighting. I'm fighting here in Bridgeport. <laughs> You're shirtless now? Yes, I'm oh. shirtless in Bridgeport. Oh you my can God. see I'm... this on our Facebook page, by the way, Facebook Live. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think the video we're watching is delayed, Steve. Yeah, so here he goes. We, oh, we're actually go. now watching. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, man. <laughs> Pierce is is fully shirtless. and uh, That's and... a war-hardened body. Yeah, absolutely. The man yes. is to be, uh, to, to be reckoned with. <laughs> yes, All right. we're fighting breakfast. All right, Pitch Bow, we'll check back with you in a little while, okay? Okay, sounds great. All right. And I come back to the world, and I see all those maggots at the airport, protesting me, spitting, calling me baby killer and all kinds of vile crap. <laughs> we actually just should have sent the recording. Oh. We should have sent the recording out there. Yeah, we should have. Yeah. With the button that just said push this. You're absolutely, you're absolutely correct. All right, well, anyhow, he's handing out some free stuff. Speaking of free stuff, uh, our friends from um, uh, Kelly Kelly's Logan House here this yes. morning. And there's a chance for you to win uh, Eagles tickets uh, to the Eagles-Lions game, uh, courtesy of Bud Light Platinum. It's tomorrow night. Our buddy, uh, Brett Porsche, is going to be on location. They will have $3, 22-ounce Bud Light drafts, $12 Bud Light and Bud Light orange buckets at tomorrow's Thursday night huddle. And uh, like I said, you can win the tickets and an autograph, possibly an autographed helmet as well, courtesy of Bud Light Platinum. So Brent will be there. What time is he going to be there? 7 to 9. Nice. In uh, Wilmington. So make sure that you stop by. We'll do some more giveaways in just a moment with some gift cards that we have. Yeah, I've uh, I've done a few of these. So it was Nick and Marissa. And uh, two years ago, I was at this particular location. If you recall, we won the Super Bowl that year. That's well, right. Yeah. It's a good sign. Yeah. Coincidence? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. It's always a good time, though. That I know. Everyone, yeah. everyone freaks out over them. Yep. All right. Um, I have some items in the junk drawer to clean out, if you oh. don't mind, because uh, these will these will uh, expire, and I would hate for that to happen. No, you don't want rancid stories. All right. This just in. Alarm. Wrong button. That's okay. Um, how about this? Uh, Marissa actually uh, brought me up to speed on this. A local clothing boutique called South Fellini, who has uh, become famous for their quirky line of uh, Philly-themed products. They did... Uh, like crumbum tank tops and jabroni shirts and ah. stuff like that. Some really cool stuff. And I think the crumbum thing, I think they got the idea from us. Did they get the idea from us? I think we kind of, the, the resurgence was uh, because we played that on the air. That that footage took You're place a, real crumbum. a long time ago. But I'll we take this out back and beat the crap out of you. Uh, so anyhow, here's what they've done, Stephen. You will love this. They have acquired and restored the actual mannequin from the 1980s movie <laughs> Mannequin. Really? The actual mannequin that they used in the movie. That becomes the... She's a, she's a like an Egyptian goddess yeah. or something, right? Yep. 
How? Where was it? It was, they won't say exactly where it was, but apparently it was stored away, and they had the actual mannequin. Uh, she has spent decades in storage. Um, it was filmed right down the streets a few blocks away at the John Wanamaker Department Store. Uh, by the way, their location, South Fellini, is going to be in uh, what's well, formerly called the Gallery, and now it's known as Philadelphia's Fashion District. Oh, I'm going to be there on Sunday. Okay, well, yeah. you'll be able to see the mannequin. Very cool. Uh, because I think they are, what's the date that did their... Debuting this. Hang on a second here. It's uh, the mannequin that became Kim Cattrall. The grand opening is on Thursday, tomorrow. Yeah, so you'll be able to see it. Um, so anyhow, uh, mannequin was, uh, like I said, filmed at the Wanamaker building. And the owners of South Fellini, Tony Trov and Johnny Zito, are not revealing how they got their hands on it. Mm. Uh, but the real name of the mannequin is Emmy. And will be on display beginning uh, tomorrow at the grand opening of their second location in the fashion district. Do you find mannequins creepy? I know some people do. S- not necessarily. Yeah. Um, they, they, inter- they've been in horror, you know. They've been sure, sure. I find them interesting, but uh, I never have been freaked out by right. anything like that. Right. But, but they, yeah, it's kind of weird when you see mannequin parts like i've seen them in a bin and it's like okay that's kind of weird that's like chopped up people (laughs) or like 50 or 60 of them you know without the wigs on and stuff in a room it's kind of wild yeah (laughs) so the actual one from the movie is uh is on display honestly i thought it would have been like completely pulverized by this point i guess they took good care of it so was the movie actually set in philadelphia i think it was was it like set in new york and And just shot shot in philadelphia Oh, that's think, a good question. I, I think I'm pretty it was sure. Set here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because there's a Netflix movie that's uh, that's coming out later on this month that's set in Philadelphia. Is that the? It's a Dexter one. Yeah, uh, Michael C. Hall. It's called uh, The Shadow of the Moon or something like that. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's uh, a Dexter episode. No, no. But the, Michael C. Hall, the guy who played Dexter, right. he's he's in it. He's like a lead detective. It's like some weird. It's like a supernatural serial killer. Uh, I, I watched the trailer for it yesterday. Does it and, look good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Set okay. in the 80s. All right. Uh, so that's open. If you want to see the mannequin, you can uh, check it out starting tomorrow. Uh, also uh, opening tomorrow, uh, the Washington Monument is reopening. Finally. A uh, three-year renovation oh, project. Oh, wow. The yeah. earthquake. Uh, what's that? The earthquake is what Is that what it was from? I believe so. No kidding. I can go get my wallet. Uh, you left your wallet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I ran out during the earthquake. <laughs> Nobody's been back in for years. Yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, the renovation project included an update to its elevator system and the construction of a new security screening facility. Well, c- can we state the obvious? The thing doesn't look a goddamn thing like uh, Washington. Washington. Uh, Nick, by the way, yes, it was from the 2011 uh, earthquake. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like Washington. Not at all. At all. They it's didn't like even big, get the face right. It's like a big penis. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's also, uh, yeah, like I said, the, the damage was done in 2011. Hmm. Uh, so st- structurally, it was. At, I remember there was a crack at the base, and they were worried about that. I mean, how many how many people go up and down, or were going through that on a regular basis? Was it a popular monument? I've been there on weekends where the line was around the block <laughs> really? several times. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been up in it when I was a kid, and you know, it's okay. You're up high. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of places in D.C. to do that, so I think that's part of the appeal is that there's not many tall buildings yeah. in Washington D.C. itself. The, the the tall buildings in the area are actually across the river in like Roslyn or Arlington. Uh, but in D.C. proper, I, that might be the tallest structure. So if you want to get a view, um, and obviously if you're you know, a tourist coming from anywhere in the country or, or Spider-Man or Spider-Man and you need to go to the top to save the day. <laughs> I'll tell you a cool area that uh, Steve and I stayed in. We went down for the uh, um, 
uh, uh, it was the NAB uh, award that we accepted, and uh, and I've forgotten the name of this district. It's it's on a pier by the stadium, by the mm. new national stadium. No, okay, uh, but it's cool. Oh, it's they they re- really cool. The area like ten years ago was a dump, and they yeah. totally refurbed it. Where they built the national stadium was run down and decrepit, and all of the restaurants and apartment buildings and uh, retail that have gone up in and around that stadium are great. Yep. All right. So, uh, anyhow, if you're interested in getting to the Washington Monument, it is, will be open starting tomorrow. Is the viewing area at the top? Um, it's small. It's small, right? Very, very I small. remember it yeah. being very the win- small. The windows are small. It's right. not it takes a lot so long. long. Yep, exactly. All right. Uh, other things from the junk truck. Come on, man. Another thing. Batman Day returns this weekend. Yes. September 21st uh, for the annual celebration of the Dark Knight. Uh, continuing the Batman Day tradition for the fan favorite event, DC has combined forces with thousands of comic book retailers, bookstores, schools, and libraries across the world to bring fans exciting festivities. Uh, there will be free comic book giveaways, exclusive deals, talent signings, and more all to honor Gotham City's Dark Knight. It's 80 years. 80 That's years. A celebration. How yeah. wild is that? I'm thinking of getting into this stuff. Yeah, Are you, you really? Uh, you know, the um, the plan is in some cities to actually project the bat signal yes. on buildings and into the sky. Yeah. I, I don't know if we're doing it here. I do not know what Philadelphia's uh, contribution is to uh, Batman Day, but are you going to do anything, Steve? It's this weekend. I'm going to uh, Batman Movie Marathon, okay. and, um, you know, I'll uh, sit in the comfort of my room and stare at my Batman figures. On your own, or are they going to have them on TV? I'm, sh- I'm sure somebody's going to do it. Maybe Sci-Fi will do it, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to, you know... Yeah. Watch them on my own. Have okay. you ever um, officially listed your favorite Batman movies in order? Uh, no, I could do that. I should yeah, do that. I would like to. For Batman Day. Yeah, I, I, yeah okay, I'll do that. I have, yeah. the, I have them for different reasons. You know, my, my favorite. Sure. And that's fine. The, yeah. Yeah, like I love them all. Yeah. I, I do, except for George Clooney, you know. Batman they all have Robin. some. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, um, well, that wasn't his fault. But the uh, uh, you know they they all have a wonderful att- like the, the the Michael Keaton Batman the, when that came on the scene and you'd seen it and the, the the way he was the costume was rendered and the way the city looked in Jack Nicholson my favorite screen Batman is Ben Affleck that because I like really? the, the Frank Miller okay. style of of pissed off violent Batman uh, but Christian Bale the Chris Nolan Batman movies are sensational you know mm-hmm. I mean uh, Batman Begins I think is even of that trilogy. I love that movie. It's just great. I love that movie. It's so well done. All right, Batman Day this weekend. By the way, following up, uh, somebody texted in the place in D.C. we were talking about. It's called The Wharf. The Wharf. That's what That's it was. That's it. Really, really Star cool. Trek. Star Trek, yeah. yeah. They have a, and then the right next uh, everybody to Everybody's Klingon. Yeah. And, uh, Romulan is a great place. It's really festive. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see what else I can find here. Uh, more than two decade, decades after the death of Bob Ross in 1995, his work is finally being exhibited outside of his own gallery in a solo show. It's never been exhibited in, no. at a gallery? Uh-uh. I think just for the, the pop culture aspect, they would have done that by now. Agreed. Yeah. It's called Happy Accidents, hmm. an exhibit of original Bob Ross paintings, and that- it features 24 works from the long-running series. Happy That's- Accident is what they called that cow semen explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Bob Ross board game at home. Oh, uh, we, we what's Bob, that one? Hey, we have Bob the... Ross cereal. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, what's Steve, the board you, game? Oh, uh, you'd hate it. Uh, so would you, Steve? Oh yeah. But it's. Uh, I like board games. Do you? Yeah. I don't think you'd like this one. Okay. Uh, but it's it's uh, Monopoly with. Uh, I would okay. hate it. Yeah. 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 But it, but it's it's fun and um my girlfriend loves Bob Ross. My son loves Bob Ross. I mean, listen, most Americans love Bob Ross, so that's nothing out of the ordinary. But uh, it's uh, Except for you. What? <laughs> Except for Steve. <laughs> oh yeah. I like Marion Ross. Yeah, sure. Yeah. She's fun. She I like this Ross the the department store. Oh yeah. I mean, it's. Oh, yeah. I'm more of a Maxinista, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I like Max and then Marshalls and then Ross, but it's not like yeah. I don't like Ross. Ross is like you'll go; it's just the last stop. Yeah, I like Ross from Friends. Yeah, yeah. he was all right. Listen, a good character. I like not- Ross, the uh, the guy that kind of looked like Ross that Rachel dated for an episode. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, by press for your fiftieth birthday, I looked into getting you an actual Bob Ross painting, and I just couldn't find it anywhere. Wow, like, you for can, real? yeah, you can find. God, you're Bob so good Ross, like that. You can find Bob Ross like. Semen. Semen. Where, where, where do you... Jesus. Why wouldn't they... Obviously, why would they not have hey, made Steve. these... About, it would be a happy accident. It'd be a happy <laughs> accident. What's this? It's a happy accident. What's that stain on your shirt? Oh, it's, it's just a happy, happy accident, accident from Bob Ross. This is a Bob Case, Ross we original. Could've, we could have asked my dad. Um, did he bang Bob no, Ross? No, he did not bang Bob Ross. <laughs> he banged everybody else, yeah. He did not. Uh, but he does that style painting. He could have. He used to like copy it when we were kids. So and... that's the thing. You can find a lot of Bob Ross yeah. style paintings, but like... He had a threesome with Bob Ross and Janis Job. <laughs> Learned so much about your dad. Did you guys see about my grandfather? The text yes. I sent you. Yes. So, <laughs> oh, can do, we reveal that? Do tell. <laughs> well, wait. Who was it? Again? So, so I, Kathy's dad uh, well, apparently me... was uh, banging everything that moved. So uh, Janice Joplin, right? But the other one was uh, what was her name from Raging Bull? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, um, Lamada. She, Ad- no. yeah, yeah. she, she he Mateo. had sex with. No, he had sex with Vicky Lamada. The, yeah. the real, the actual Lamada, not actual... not the actress that played her. Yes. That yes. was that was the new information we got. And he um, also had sex dad. with Sugar Ray Leonard. No, <laughs> no, but you know that my family has a connection to um, Mike Tyson. He banged oh, yeah. Mike Tyson. No, my because... dad did not bang yeah, Mike Tyson. No, the cus- <laughs> that was good. Customato. Yes, Customato. So yeah. uh, my aunt Betty uh, and Customato are related. So. so she was, as you know, the story when Jake Lamada met her, she was. 16, underage. Yeah, yeah, underage. Yep. And uh, so left his wife. So my dad was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, Grandpa Nick, he, he used to uh, sleep with her. <laughs> wow. And I was, was like, what? He was like, yeah, they, they full-on dated. Was this, this had to be before he was with, she was with Jake LaMotta, because LaMotta would have. You know what? I wasn't all that familiar with the story, okay. so I don't know. And what was the Mike Tyson connection? He named you? Oh. <laughs> yes, I'm named after Mike Tyson. Your name was actually supposed to be Cassie, but he said, <laughs> Kathy. Um, what is, what is the connection? What? I missed that part. What? I missed He's got your a list. part. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Customato is, uh, is, re- is in my family line. Customato okay. is the, the tra- Mike Tyson's trainer yeah. who he, he absolutely yeah. who, adored, he, who was a father figure Yeah, to he took Tyson in and kind of adopted him. And so, yeah, as like wow. a kid. He was the my... one who introduced Mike Tyson to your mother. Right. <laughs> right. Wait, now my mom banged Mike Tyson? <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> By the way, Bob Ross. Right. The okay. Is this how we got started? Yes. Uh, Casey, you said you were looking for paintings by Bob Ross. Or yeah. a, f- a few people have texted and said this like this. It says, I saw a special on Bob Ross's painting. One woman owns all of his paintings and none are for sale. Apparently, Bob oh, wow. Ross never wanted them sold. Hmm. He would do two paintings. He would do uh, one during the show and one pre-show. 
and they're all uh, huh. collected by one person, and he never wanted them sold. With that show, how many paintings? Oh, man. I mean, because a painting for him would take seven minutes. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I don't know, Steve. Uh, but and They were he, always landscapes. He did a lot of shows. That's what he did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he would do beautiful landscapes. It's really, it's on Netflix now, uh, like all of the, uh, the uh, Joy of Painting, Art of Painting, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Joy of the Art of Painting. Joy of Painting. And um, it's great to go to sleep to. Sure is. Mm-hmm. I watch I, it all the time. I used to love watching that show. Anyhow, uh, the the artwork the the exhibit will feature twenty four works from the long running series at the Franklin Park Arts Center in uh, Purcellville, Virginia, which is about fifty miles from Washington D.C. Did you ever attempt to paint the way he paints? No, I, I could never I, paint. I'm artistic and I I can sketch and I'm I'm, I'm pretty good. No. And I tried it once, and he makes it look so freaking easy, and it's not. It's knowing the techniques, you know, of, of how to use your brushes and yeah. so on. And but he and... uses like the uh, like a. Like a spatula and a yeah, you know. Yeah. Did I ever show you guys my son's painting of Bob it's Ross? Amazing. It's unreal, and I'm only saying this because uh, I'm not only saying this because he's my kid. But he did an incredible job. He got to pick any artist to choose from in in history. He could have gone Michelangelo yeah. or Da Vinci, and he chose Bob Ross. And um, it, uh, he I painted pulled, a portrait of him. No, no, no. He painted a replica of a Bob oh, Ross painting. Okay. And I'll, I'll pull it up, Preston, um, and show you because it's it's pretty damn remarkable. Uh, let's see here. Where are the Bob Ross paintings? We found them. This is something Marissa handed to us. This is from the New York Times. Uh, in the rare cases, Bob Ross painting does surface. It depends on who is buying. Okay, Joan uh, Kowala- Kowalski, president of Bob Ross Incorporated, said she has seen authentic Ross paintings sell online for eight to ten thousand dollars. So I guess he has. This is conflicting information here that none yeah. of, but some are are being sold. But to the origin of this whole uh, story here, this is the first time Bob Ross paintings will be displayed at a in a gallery. Yeah, uh, we're looking at uh, Nick's son's painting. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's really good. How old is he? He is thirteen tomorrow. Well done. Yeah. So uh, this is on my Instagram account. I scroll back. Maybe you I'll better start post. growing an afro. Uh, yeah. Well, we have well, one. He's on his way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. We could borrow the uh, the Rambo wig. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to wrap up now? How are down? Uh, let's do one more. Downton Abbey friends yeah. will be here in just one more. All right. <laughs> Nothing is over. Nothing is over. Not until we are finished. We have the cast of Downton Abbey coming in. Yeah. Um. We don't want to uh, make them wait. Nothing is over. That's right. right. Uh, That's right. Little R. <laughs> little R. <laughs> Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! That'd be uh, adorable. Oh, a daddy, R. son, and Rambo, and little R. <laughs> little R, did you eat your cereal? It wasn't my war! I didn't ask about the war. I'm asking if you eat your Cracker Jacks. You asked me, I didn't ask you! <laughs> that was perfect! That's perfect, man. You're funny. And I did what I had to do to win! Hey, my boy. <laughs> Somebody wouldn't let us win. He's complaining about not winning. Yeah, not winning. It's just a little league. Yeah. Then I come back to the world. No. Anyway, a new study has found that parents text their kids the words, where are you, more than 900 times a year. <laughs> wait, wait. Parents text the kids? Yeah. Where are okay. you? Yeah. Uh, why don't they just uh, enable the find your phone app? Yeah. And you'll know exactly where they are within, like, five feet. A new study done by... <laughs> One poll, Life 360, found that uh, American families exchange an average of 10,384 messages per year. Parents text their, text their kids, where are you, an average of 989 times. And they will text, when will you be home, an average of 1,018 times. And I love you, an average of 1,186 times a year. Would this hold true for you, uh, with uh, the kids? Um, 
your wife definitely asks Maybe them where her. they are. Yes. Yeah, yeah, not me. I don't. Uh, I don't talk to my kids. She knows where they are at all times. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, it, it, she she communicates via text with them a lot more than I do. What about your parents with you? Do they? Is your dad text? My mom um, still. Where are you? What time are you home? Text me when you get home. Call me when you get home. Doesn't your matter. Your dad what time thanks Janis Joplin. My dad is. My dad's listening to Janis Joplin records. <laughs> the ones that crack me up are, uh, hey, hello, mm. where are you? Why? Hello, you know, like over and over, people text that like they're talking to you. Yeah, yeah. if it's that urgent, call. Yeah, I've got I've taken Casey's uh, stance on this, which is great. Is just send good talk if somebody doesn't respond back to you, yeah. and you, yeah. you almost all of the time you then get a response. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Preston, to this day, my mom will still call both me and my brothers. Is to that make right? Sure she knows really where we are. Yeah, that's cute. She's got a little uh, Beverly Goldberg in her. Uh, the study examined the communication habits of 2,000 parents with uh, children aged 6 to 25 and found that individual text messages uh, was the most uh, popular form of communication. Uh, they also found that families exchange about 28 daily messages. Wow. No, I definitely don't do that. <laughs> definitely don't do that. Don't talk to daddy. He's drinking. My, yeah. sis- case, my sister-in-law does enable to find my phone, though, so she knows exactly where her son is at yeah. all times. Yeah, it's, it's a good way, especially when your kids are at an age where you can't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my son and, and Nick, I'm here in Norristown you. looking at a guy dressed as Rambo. <laughs> Uh, Nick, your son and my son are basically the same age. Press your daughter as well. Um, my son and his friends will text absolute gibberish to one another. Like just, in what way? Like GBHGC, you know. But it's to, not gibberish to them, right? Is that what, is no, that what you mean? No, no. It means absolutely nothing. Oh. Why do they do that? I, I don't know. Okay. It's like they all okay. just got a phone for the first time and they're, you know. It, it's like my son will just sit there and... Go figure. He's my son. He just like makes noise just to make noise, and you know. So I think that's essentially what it is. Just the the text version of what that. kind of noises does he make? Oh God! It just on any press. Is he speaking in tongues or I mean, no? Okay. No, but does he um, handle snakes? Yeah. Uh, when was the last time I was over your place to watch uh, the uh, Stanley Cup game? Yeah. My son was with me. Yeah. I texted you at some point during the night. I go. He just talks you know, because he was doing that. He was just like talking remember. for. No reason, just uh, to just to make sounds. He's distracting and... me from just talking. You can just, you can hear him. Call me baby killer and all kinds of bile crap. <laughs> you know what? Nobody, nobody, nobody called you a baby killer. Sorry. I think it's because you know he plays Fortnite and he watches all of these Twitch channels and people are always talking and trying oh. to be entertaining. No, I can playing. see yeah. that yeah. they're sort of conditioned to yeah. keep a running monologue mm-hmm. because it, because as good technology is supposed to do, it isolates us. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. All right, interesting. Well, just some uh, stuff from the junk drawer I thought I would clean out. Thank you very much for allowing me to do that. Uh, Pitchbow is on location. I don't know if we should check in with him in front of the Downton Abbey people. <laughs> no, let's not. Listen, I That's think... That's a little too embarrassing. This is high art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure that they would be impressed <laughs> with the production values. Yeah, it's very uh, much of the Victorian era. Yeah, I mean, if you look at all their credits on IMDb, they, they, they've all done... Multiple Shakespeare things, so uh, yeah. maybe we just. Yeah, and is is Rambo not Shakespearean in nature? Uh, it may be. Yeah. I don't know. Is there a uh, was there a, a last a poor Rambo? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyhow, so we'll take a break. But just reminding, oh my Look God, we're looking disaster. at a video of him. It's on our Facebook page. He has his shirt off with the Rambo wig and the uh, the bandana on. I like donuts. And a stupid uh, toy gun. Who let him protest me? Huh? Yeah. So uh, anyhow. 
cops showed up. If you oh they, well yeah well they want some Rambo nuts. We we have Rambo nuts and coffee and uh, Rambiff cards, <laughs> <laughs> Dunkin' gift cards, ten dollar gift cards. By the way, I think we have like fifty of them or something like that to give away. Honestly, if you live near here, wouldn't you call the cops? But anyhow, <laughs> he is on Rambo Street, Rambo and Mill in Bridgeport, and will be there until he runs out of everything. And I don't know what the status is of yet, but we will find out. Here's what I'd like to do: I'd like to give away a twenty five dollar <laughs> gift card to our friends at Kelly's Logan House in Wilmington, Delaware. Brent Porsche will be there tomorrow night. It is for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle, 7 to 9 p.m. Your chance to win some birds tickets while you're there. 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 18. You get the gift card. We'll be back in a moment. We have cast members and the director of the Downton Abbey film, which is opening on Friday. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. The Black Keys. Greta Van Fleet. Five-finger death punch. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, our next uh, group in the studio is here to... Polite uh, British applause. Oh, very polite, yes. Yes. Are here to promote a polite British movie from a polite British uh, show. Now, actually, very, very incredibly popular program. Uh, We need some... uh, Music to uh, to give us a little bit of. Does that fit? There you go. You think that fits yeah, properly? Very PBS. All right, thank you. Uh, they are here to promote the Downton Abbey film, which opens on Friday, and we have a whole group of people here this morning. Please welcome <laughs> Amelda Staunton, Jim Carter, Michael Engler, and Kevin Doyle. Yes. To our program this morning. So great to have all of you here today. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Uh, so how long has the, the film been in the works? Is this a, was an idea before the uh, uh, before the series ended? I think it was uh, talked about before the series ended, uh, which was three years ago. But then the pressure grew, thanks to you, the media, because every interview we ever did always ended up uh, off the record. Is it going to be a movie? And then the fans, everybody we met in the street, will there be a film? Will there be a film? And three years later, there is. The main question I need to know, need to know and since you want to get as many moviegoers as you can to go see this, I did not watch the series. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to watch the series. I shall, but... Um, can I see the movie? Yes. And okay, that's you don't, that. you don't need to have seen the the, the show. Okay, All right. That's why I need to know because these two are fanatics about uh, downtown. Like, Love you guys. When, <laughs> when you started talking, I was like, "Oh, it's Carson." <laughs> <laughs> Carson is a butler. Should <laughs> <laughs> not watch the television series. So I can I I went in and out of the the series. I've loved stuff like this. I go back to uh, upstairs, downstairs, and shows uh, anything that has the the classes together and this interesting dynamic that's existed and we're perpetually drawn to this scenario and uh what i wanted to know is um so you, you leave the roles for a little bit now uh, imelda uh, you're you were not part of the series you're just joining the movie right now but um uh but was it hard to pick right up or was it just like copping on a bike it was easy yeah easy yeah, yeah. yeah. E- easy to get I mean, right we, back we, in we played it for six years yeah so it was like uh, you know I always wonder, as an actor, though, if you go off... put the waistcoats on, I was was back being a buckler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as I put the dress back on. (laughs) So, does the movie um, start off where the TV show ended? It picks up about 18 months after the uh, finale of the series. Okay. This is the voice of Michael Engler, our director. He's American, but we like him. One thing that that Kathy and I sort of agreed on when we first started watching it was that, um, first of all, it's great escapism, and and it's just a a terrific uh, show with all sorts of drama that... People that may not have been into it, 
uh, we always would just say to them, you know, they're not afraid to kill off characters on Downton Abbey. They, it, and there was no shortage of, you, this guy may die, and you never quite knew what was going to happen. And so um, it wasn't just uh, people were protected because they were on this um, British highfalutin series. You know, they, they, they would just kill somebody off, uh, you know, to add to the plot lines. And, and so I, I'm, I can't wait to see what the twists and turns in the movie are. Uh, I wanted to ask uh, Imelda, because you are a new character uh, to the storyline, can you tell us about uh, who you're playing and, well, and how she fits in? I'd have to kill you, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, everything about my character. But uh, but what is great is that it's got a very powerful storyline, which does affect uh, the family. Um, and I have my scenes with Dame Penelope Wilton and Dame Maggie Smith, so it doesn't get better than that. Well, you yourself but- are a dame, correct? Oh, oh, I wish. You can't. You you just cast uh, that off. No, I thought you don't were. Be oh, no, all right. I'm far too young. Um, <laughs> she is. She is a commander of the British Empire. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yes, I, yes, I am. All right. Um, uh, but, uh, so it was. What was great? A, it was a shock. You know, to be asked to do it, but then to have a really good, strong female storyline was really nice to play. So I wasn't just, you know, dressed up in a nice costume having a cup of tea. So it was very good to play those scenes. And this is uh, the events are based on uh, something that happened in real life. Is that correct, Michael? That's right. The uh, royal family uh, that George V and Queen Mary did do a tour of Yorkshire. It was actually much earlier than the setting of this, but they would tour around because, you know, in those days there was no social media, television, anything. And it, 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 people might have seen photographs, you know, memorial kind of things done of them, but nobody would have ever seen them live. So the idea that this is an extremely exciting, prestigious visit is um, not over-exaggerated uh, in any way. Now, Michael, you've done a lot of um, ensemble work with different casts and, and uh, uh, The West Wing and other other shows like that you've directed. Uh, there's a certain anything like this where the ensemble is as top notch as this ensemble is has to be really cool. But it also it places a big onus on you to deliver to the hardcore fans and to also do something that's going to invite new people in. How did you approach the movie, uh, the movie version as opposed to the TV version of the show? Well, we did want it to be something that would stand alone, that you could come in right. as a fan or as a you know new viewer, and the whole story would make sense from beginning you know to end, and bring in all the characters who the fans loved and were missing and wanted to see again. So we tried not to change the DNA and throw the baby out with the bathwater, but we wanted it to feel that we were also bringing some new life and new opportunities to it and giving it more cinematic scale. And you could spend more time, I would assume, than you would on a TV schedule, right? Absolutely. And there were so many characters that I loved. So a lot of the main characters are going to be in the movie? Pretty much all the main characters yeah. from the That's series great. are in there, yeah. Which well, is quite a skill right. to, you know, have uh, satisfy 20 actors <laughs> over a two-hour movie. Right. It's fine if you've got eight hours of, uh, you know, in a season, but to, to do in two hours is... Is a, is, a, is a hell of a skill. You know what it always occurs, though? There's always someone. I mean, it's the natural, it's the nature of the beast. You have something that becomes, uh, look at the way Game of Thrones with all the, the rabid fan base. You're always going to upset people. So you, I assume the idea is to just put your head down and soldier on, correct? It is. And there are worse, uh, you know, pressures to have than yeah. trying to satisfy people who love what you do. Yeah, I mean, no. there are worse I wanted to ask Imelda, did you meet Maggie Smith on uh, Harry Potter, on the set of Harry Um, Of course I did. Okay, I didn't know if you'd met her before. Well, no, we'd we'd actually worked together before Harry Potter. So, uh, and and I'd worked with Maggie a couple of times. I'd worked with Penelope on stage. So, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't intimidating because we all know each other and, you know, 
they're great heroines of mine anyway, but but at the same time, you know, you have to get go to work together. Yes. And, uh, you, know, you can't let that get in the way. I, um, I saw an interview with you, Mel, actually, during research, and it was leading up the the uh, the the show you're on. They asked you if you would be part of a Downton Abbey movie, and you said, "No, oh, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen." <laughs> and here you are. Were you lying when they gave that answer? Well, <laughs> not, no, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Because it was it was a huge surprise. Oh, was it? Oh, and yeah. to okay. Me as well, I'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, we, Melda and I've been married for 35 years. And yeah. If your research had shown that, so when she came <laughs> into the kitchen and said, "I've been offered a part in the film," I said, oh, yeah. What is it? Downton Abbey. What the hell? Oh, that's my territory. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought, I really thought, and no insult to you, my darling, um, <laughs> is that you would be playing an undercook. So when you, I found out you were playing a major aristocrat, I was furious. <laughs> Here you are laboring, <laughs> and she's above you. But you guys didn't work too much together on, on the film. You didn't have scenes together? No, we didn't. I mean, we, we got a bit overexcited. We travelled to work three days together, a bit overexcited in the car. Um, and, uh, and then, but, but that's private love. <laughs> Uh, but but uh, no, he was one end of the dining room, I was the other, uh, or across a field. But no, we didn't have any scenes. The marriage survived. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's so cool about a um, uh, a show like this because it's it's penetrated into uh, so much of pop culture that you hear Downton Abbey mentioned in other movies, in other TV shows all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's on Sesame be... Street. It showed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, it did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was great. They did a whole. We've made it. <laughs> At what point did you realize the uh, the weight at which this show carried with uh, the viewing public? I think an invitation to the White House kind of sealed it. Wow. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Michelle was a big, big fan. Wow. We'd been to a reception at the British Ambassador's residence in Washington, which was fancy enough for some of us. But then at 10 o'clock at night, there were a fleet of limousines that took us to the White House. Uh, This is the winter of 2012, I think. Wow. And we had a private tour of the White House after hours conducted by the Obama's uh, housekeeper. Uh, they, they'd wisely gone to bed. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it was, we thought, this is surreal. Wow. Very surreal and, and a huge honour. Let me ask special. each of you, uh, were you to exist in this time, in this, in this environment, do you think you would be, would you, would, would you think you would be uh, the money delete or would you be... Oh. The uh, the the uh, the serving staff. Uh, I think the three of us, the three actors here, are solidly downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even get into the big house. I'd be a, I'd be a guard. No, I, I, I would. I wouldn't be allowed anywhere near the estate. <laughs> <laughs> we just found out this morning that the actual building, the estate, uh, is going to be opening up for a night as essentially a bed and breakfast. Yeah. Have you guys been made aware of this? It's one hundred and eighty-seven dollars a night. That's it. Well, I, I don't think you get the whole cast. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but you're you're still on the premises. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's uh, that's quite that's a savings. Yeah. Yes. Now, Michael, we can't let this interview go by without mentioning that you do have some acting credits yourself. Steve had said to me as I came in this morning. He goes, "Do you know who Michael Angler?" Played. What's that? Uh, yeah. Jim. Oh, it was Jim. Yeah. Oh my God, it was yeah, you. I have a few acting credits. Yes, you yes. do. I, then I apologize. No, I was no, saying yeah. the wrong thing. It was Jim, and now it makes sense. Uh, one of our favorite pop culture re- mentions. We reference it time. all the time. Top secret, he was deja vu. <gasps> oh. Yes. Have we not met somewhere before? <laughs> I don't. Oh you have no idea how that has permeated our 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 uh, our. 
references throughout the show. It's it, over 30 years ago, and yeah. I, I love it when people come up and say <clears> to me, are you deja vu? <laughs> I, it's the one thing that makes them most proud. Uh, the uh, underwater uh, fight scene deserves a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> and, and I got to kiss Val Kilmer on screen. <laughs> it was only a, sort of a farewell kiss on the, on, uh-huh. on the cheek, but yeah. you know, that's it's not like everybody's first, stuff. It was my first screen kiss. <laughs> <laughs> are you jealous, Imelda? Tiny. <laughs> Jim Abrahams and the Zucker Brothers were the directors, and they're fantastic. And they were such good fun to to, to work with. It was was great. I love them. Well, here you have something that's decidedly different, but still an ensemble piece. And and so uh, the reviews have been great. And a lot of the reviewers are saying exactly what you would want them to say, is if you're a fan of the series, you're going to get exactly what you want. Though it is a wonderful... It, 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 for fans of movies, I would assume like you know, remains of the day or any of the things like that, which I am a huge fan of. All that stuff, um, it, it's going to give you what you want. And it, it, great movies take you away for a while, and that's what they're saying about this. So that's got to be very rewarding. Very much so. Yeah. Very Especially much. now, for, for for people to be taken away now and just to sort of bathe in this warm glow of, you know, sort of romance, nostalgia, uh, uh, drama, relationships. I, I think it gives them everything they want, as you said. And it keeps it keeps sort of going back to this. It's funny because we have we've had our shows that have dealt with this, uh, you know, with whether it be Dallas or, or Dynasty or, mm-hmm. or whether Falcon Crest that's so on and so forth. Yeah. But nothing quite catches like. Uh, and I wonder if if in 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 England. If if you guys uh, if it's the same sort of adoration for this because we focus in on it and you do as well if it's the same if how, how does it read to you it's more fervent over more here. fervent you yeah. think yes yeah, yeah? Over here, yeah. because it, this again a, it's sort of like the little show that could and uh, but you know you, you talk about it on a theatrical level the show when I was watching it always looked very theatrical um, so I, I assume you know were there. Is it that much more that you can do? Because it was looking pretty good as it was. Well, that's the thing, and and we always knew that, and it had always been referred to as something that was so cinematic, even as a television show. So, like I said, we didn't want to change that. We just wanted to grow it in some ways. But sometimes, you know, just the simple fact of taking... You know, two people sitting in a room talking and seeing the room at full scale yeah. automatically changes your perception of it. You feel more like you're inside it. You see much more detail and depth. And uh, so aside from the big, grand uh, spectacle elements right. of the film that are more cinematic, I think just scaling it up in that way surprised us. Were you cautious a little bit so it doesn't, uh, <laughs> as far as that, from a cinematic point of view, uh, so it doesn't... Um, Contrast too much against the television show? Yeah, I think we were always trying to balance it so it felt like itself, but it felt like a a bigger version of itself. Okay. Yeah. Without giving any spoilers away, we, we, we got to see it at the, the premiere in, in, in New York a couple of nights ago. We, we never get to see the TV series with anybody else. You obviously you sit and you watch it in your own sitting room at home. So to see it with an audience was astonishing. Yeah. And I'm not. this is not a spoiler, but there's a moment when we see the house revealed and the theme music kicks in and there was this spontaneous round of applause. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Got, uh, and that's a moment, and that's only minutes 
minutes into into the film, you think, yeah. ah, this is working here. This is brilliant. Great. It's great. at home on the big screen. Yeah. That's really cool. I, uh, there's there's one theme that seemed to be kind of uh, timeless on the TV show, and I'm, I'm curious as a, if it shows up in the movies, but there's uh, generational gaps. And that seems to me like uh, it's really applicable to today, just as it was then, um, that the younger generation wants to go run off and play in London or, or, you know, do something, whereas the older generation is a little more conservative and stayed. Would you would you say that's accurate, Michael? I would say that. But and it's also about the kind of, you know, what makes sense in perpetuating this tradition, this house, uh, what makes it worth it, because it's a huge amount of work and effort and money and labor and everything. And and. At what point it needs to change and in which ways, and that's sort of the the handing off of the baton to to Mary, you know, in the in as the next generation sort of caretaker of it. I can't imagine how much it would cost to run a place like that at any era. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's well, apparently one hundred eighty six dollars a night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get it wherever you yeah. can. Which seems a lot to us in England. <laughs> uh, Melda, with your work in the Harry Potter series, um, have you been to uh, conventions, comic cons, and so forth? Because they're just they're rabid for uh, anything along those lines, and especially Especially the Harry Potter series. No. No. <laughs> Never been. No. no. Yeah. You're not there as a fan yourself wandering around with helmets on and things? I, I could make a fortune. <laughs> you could. Well, it's, it's funny because at, at King's Cross Station in London, oh my God. Uh, they've got a you know, platform nine platform and three quarters. Nine and three quarters. Of course, wow. I, I go there. I think, what am I doing? I could get here at eight in the morning. I could put on a pink cardigan, <laughs> and I could make a fortune. Yes, you could. <laughs> I never noticed. And was it you that told me that her, your uh, costume got darker and darker as your character became yes. more and more? I never yeah. even noticed in, that. Wow. In Order of the Phoenix. Well, that's the... a woman thing, do you see? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. I, listen, I um, love you in that movie. Even though your character is evil, I just, I, you know. I, like, he has a crush on I you. I have a crush on you, and I know you're there with your husband, and uh, I'm he's, married as well. But... He's history. <laughs> No, uh, uh, what's what's wonderful is playing a character that is so seemingly, you know, sweet and nice, mm-hmm. and just with a with a steel heart. Yeah, um, and, and so naturally they went after Ramelda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's just typecasting. Now, but but I mean, you're also in the uh, the new Maleficent movie, uh, when we were fans of. Are you? I assume this. And yes, the, and, yes, and yes, tiny of tiny tiny pixie. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. and and uh, so we loved you in the first one as well. But yeah, it, that has to be weird. And I assume on that level of special effect because you're yes, you know i w- yeah you're uh, how is that because you're 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 a trained actress you have all these you know uh, standard acting chops and you're there i assume doing a lot of special effects or green screens and things like that is that a little yes oh look but this, that's what the gig is you know it and, is and yeah also different mediums and different types of work are fascinating you have to sort of you have to think on your feet and you have to you work in a different way and that's always Quite invigorating. Uh, so you're intrigued by the oh, the yes. process alone is enough. Absolutely, it's cool because I would I would geek out were I to see it. I you know I, I would not be able to keep it together. But you but have to remember, of course, you know you're still doing your little your, yeah. your little story. But yes, you're surrounded, you know, whatever with nine cameras and you're you've got a head thing on with lots of cameras on it. And you just have to focus on one spot, but but you still have to remember what you're talking. Is about. Is it like a, acting in a black box? Um, not, it's, it's no. not, because you have to, it's like, actually, it's interesting here being in radio, and in, in England, you know, we, I did a lot of radio, and you're doing a scene, and the person you're talking to is the microphone, yeah. actually. That's who you really have to, as you guys, you know, you've got to, you're talking to that one person at home listening to you. Correct. And that's what you have to have in your mind. No, that's the way to approach it. I, I want to ask you, because of the success of the, of the series, where's the, uh, where's the weirdest place you've been recognized by a fan of uh, Downton Abbey. 
all of you can me, take. Yeah, uh, I was doing a, a cycle ride in Cambodia in the, the <laughs> temples of Angkor Wat uh, <laughs> and uh, dressed. Uh, it, all in lycra, skin tight. I don't want you to dwell on that. <laughs> Purple with perspiration, and a, and a busload of Chinese tourists decanted in front of me, and one of them went, <gasps> Mr. Carson! <laughs> this is beyond strange. I was in a vineyard in Bordeaux, and uh, a couple of Americans came up to me and said, Oh my God, <laughs> this is like. Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> I, took, I took that as a compliment. <laughs> and Brad Pitt has a vineyard, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It works oh, my out. goodness. Wow. Well, you guys have uh, you have traveled the world, had some exotic uh, locations, and people recognize you, and it's going to get even more so with the film opening up on a Friday. So uh, I'm on board. I'm definitely, I definitely want to see it. So uh, it's wonderful to meet you all. Continued success. And I'm sure this isn't the last we've probably no, heard of. No, Thank Abby. you very much. Thank, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck with everything. Thank you, guys. Yeah, here for everyone. Michael and Kevin and Jim and Imelda, of course, from Downton Abbey. The movie opens on Friday. We'll take another break. We'll be back shortly. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa, Sunday, October 27th. The event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa, awards for top finishers in multiple age groups, and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. Okay, thank you, Kathy. Another mention, uh, Kelly's Logan House. Uh, they had uh, brought by some food for us this morning and our guests, of which we have a bunch here uh, in our studio. Is it okay to mention who's here this morning, or would they rather not? Uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. Thumbs up. Yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. who's here, Nick? You have the official name, don't you? The, uh, well, the police department from the Mount, uh, Mount Holly Township, and uh, they all listen to the show, and I think... Everybody wanted to come, but these are the eight or nine people who were able to come. <laughs> these are nice. the, the ones yeah. who lost in the straw draw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it was great because when the Downton Abbey cast came in, they said, well, why are all the police here? And one of the cops turns around and goes, we heard you guys were rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. I loved it. So uh, we thank those guys for being here. And they're being fed uh, by Kelly's Logan House, uh, the oldest Irish bar in Delaware and the oldest family-run Irish bar in the country. It's good stuff. Uh, they have 11 different TVs, a tiki bar, and live music every Wednesday through Saturday night. And tomorrow night is the Bud Light Platinum uh, Thursday Night Huddle. And our buddy Brent Porsche will be there. Your chance to win some Eagles tickets. Make sure they go by, courtesy of Bud Light Platinum. You know what? I can give away. Uh, yeah, I'll do another uh, gift card, $25 gift card. I will take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give you a gift card for that. I also want to mention, before I get too far away, we have a couple of new Daily Rush videos that are oh. up. Yeah, we have. Uh, Case, do we have time, or should I? No, you got time. Okay, all right. Because yeah. uh, we got to go to another. We got to get somebody on the phone. The great Irishman. Well. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, new Daily Rush videos. Oh, I meant for you to leave it where it was. Oh. It's okay. Um, it's my fault. Uh, do Daily Rush videos, one called Clean Your Office and one called She Was a Singer. Oh. Yeah, so uh, She Was a Singer, No, She Was a Dancer, Jinx, Oh My God. Uh, so that's available now at com. sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Restaurant and Bar. And also we talk about how our new office 
and that my place is is still dirty or was dirty already. <laughs> it's good now. Yeah. By the way, we're still now. looking for people who might want to um, assist in the construction of the ultimate underdesk bed. <laughs> you kind of set yourself up. Uh, yesterday, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm, yeah. I, I like yeah. it. Steve wants something more loud. Uh, honestly, honestly, we we never got a throne, which pissed me off. Uh, we don't have a fire truck, which pissed me off. We weren't able to blow up the refrigerator. Oh my god! Uh, so there there are things, but this would uh, this would make it right. All right. Uh, anyhow, those videos are up right now for you to view. Okay. Yes, uh, we have Rambo Day today. Rambo Day because the movie opens on Friday. Rambo Last Blood. The uh, Last Blood. And we had uh, plenty of people uh, stop by this morning to a special pop-up location that we have. It's at Rambo and Mill Street in Bridgeport. And we have our own Rambo on board. And you needed to know the secret word. Nothing is over! The secret phrase, I should say, which is uh, nothing is over. Nothing! Yeah. You just don't turn it off! And, uh... People came by, and, and we were handing out Rambonuts yes. and coffee and Rambiff cards <laughs> and some other things. And let's go back to our Rambo on the street, Pitchbo. Pitchbo, you still there? Hey, yo, yeah, I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> Getting better. That's that's what we had hoped to have at about 810 this morning. I think you heard the Downton Abbey people, and he uh, was like, you know what? I'm I really got Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pitch, Travolta for a second. have you finished uh, giving out everything, or is there anything left? Uh, there's some coffee left, but I got to tell you, it, this was a great turnout. I mean, everybody, it, it felt like everybody from Bridgeport came down here and it, and the line, uh, not, nothing is over. It became like a greeting. I'm not making that up. Like people were like, going, Oh yeah, nothing is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. And I like how you stay in character. That's great. Nice. Uh, and did, do you have any more lines that you can give to us? Uh, pitch bow? Uh, you know, yeah, I think I got one more here that I think is is, is appropriate, you okay. know, because, look, you've got a choice. Live for nothing or die for something. Both options come with apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... That's that's, uh, that's so John. It's so John, it's so John Rambo. Rambo, isn't it? Yeah. Put his black headband. I took one of his magic markers and I said it found. He mailed us with all his Vegas. We're all talking about Vegas and his car. Wait a minute. So if you don't know why we're playing this <laughs> this Rambo speech at pitched up, speech, yeah. because pitch was uh, was doing an impression of Rambo earlier this morning, right? And he and started it, to pitch up, and he started. This is a red '58 Chevy Camaro. He's talking about his car. He said we're gonna cruise to the tires fall off. He was doing Rambo lines, but in a, in his pitch voice. So so we pitched it up a bit. Uh, is your shirt still off? Uh, well, I had it off for the majority of of the event, but now the sun started to come out, and I would I would burn if I still had my shirt off. So yeah, that was a big concern for Rambo himself. <laughs> right, we... I need some sunblock. Yeah, I wanted. I don't want to have melanoma. <laughs> I got, Do you have an SPF level that you I prefer? I like an SPF and something where it doesn't seep into your skin. Okay. Moisturizer <laughs> would be preferable. Mm. I don't uh, want tan lines. All right, Pitchbell, we're going to tell you to go ahead and wrap it up for Rambo Day, okay? Okay, this has been a blast. Uh, thank you for having me doing this. This, is, this has been great. Thank, thanks to everybody uh, in Bridgeport that came out. This, this was a fun event. All right. Uh, Did cops yeah. show up? Yeah, the, yeah, so, yeah, also the cop showed up, which was interesting, and at that point, I did have my shirt off. Did so he drive you to the edge of town? Well, you thought you were being arrested. Well, you're brandishing an authentic-looking Star Wars rifle. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they probably thought Imperial forces had landed in uh, Norristown. Yeah. 
Star Wars rifle. That's right. All right, Pitch, great to have you on the air again. Nice job today as Pitch Bow, okay? Oh, thank you guys for having me back, me back on. It's, it's been a pleasure. Right. And, and don't forget to listen to the Crispy Noodle podcast. Yeah. Hey, yo. Yo. Yeah, give me a shout out. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. What was the thing? What was that? Thank you very much voice? Uh, that was, uh, I don't know. That was part Elvis, part deep voice. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> part, part Elvis, Elvis part, part deep voice. <laughs> I thought it was Cartman. <laughs> it's yeah, astonishing. Like yeah. so he has so many impressions that yeah. they just pop out. Yeah. He can't even control them. <laughs> they blend Little. together. <laughs> All right. Uh, a round of applause, everybody. Yes. Hey, thank you. Pitch Little. Pitch Little. All right. Take care, man. Oh, my God. So much. I bet Bill hated that. Oh, of course he does. Bill doesn't like pitch-ration. <laughs> He he doesn't like what he does on air, and he doesn't like him as a person. I love it. I absolutely love it. But other than that, yeah. other than that there's no, okay no hard feelings. Did we make, do we make Bill spend a morning with him? Or well, we, yeah, we did yeah. the escape room, remember? Oh, yeah, we locked him in a room yeah. with Gary Lauer, the pituation, and Jackie Bam Bam. Oh, God, we should do that again. Yep, I agree. But no escape oh. room, just a closed room. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yes. no option yeah. of getting out. Are there hey, three other people that he hates that can we can I, get? All right, so Chuck D'Amico was telling me we did a contest that I don't remember doing. Did we hide intern Joe in a porta pot somewhere and and people had to open up porta pot doors and try and find him? Did, was that know. a contest that we did? It sounds like something we do. That's hilarious. Could you imagine just sitting in a porta pot? We are so funny. It, we are. It's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Let me tell you a funny thing we did. <laughs> Back in Nam, we yeah. both of our interns in the porta pot and had Charlie look for him. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> One of the porta pots was wired and he opened it. Yeah. Blew his head right off. <laughs> he couldn't oh. find his legs? Yeah. And then we played soccer with his head. Oh like my. in victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the rails, they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. We're way off. All right, let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it's brought to you by McGuff Bus Company. McGuff Bus Company is hiring. You can earn industry top dollar. Uh, get guaranteed hours, yearly raises, and monthly bonuses. Love where you work at McGuffBus.com. Deputy said they pulled over an Amish buggy, complete with alcohol and a full stereo system early Sunday morning. Not just like a stereo, like a, a thumping, thumping yeah. stereo system. Uh, just for 1 a.m., deputy said they saw two Amish men drinking alcohol while riding on the back of a horse and buggy. <laughs> the deputy said there was a 12-pack of Lick Michelob Ultra on top of the buggy. <laughs> They had it on top. Yeah, they couldn't fit it in the buggy because the speakers were too big. Uh, they pulled the buggy over. Deputy said the people riding in it ran out into the trees while the horse continued down the road. There were several open bottles of alcohol in the buggy as well as a radio and sound system. Uh, the buggy was towed and deputies found someone to take care of the horse until the owner comes forward. So they don't know who these guys were and they haven't found them yet, but they're looking for them. A uh, photo circulating on social media over the weekend of a plane flying under... A Delaware River bridge oh. is apparently real, according to the bridge's owner. It's pretty crazy. The single-engine plane passed under the Rigelsville Free Bridge at about 4.30 p.m. on Friday, headed downstream under the span linking uh, Rigelsville and Bucks County and 
I'm going to get this wrong, uh, Case. You see this word? Yeah. Pahatkong yeah. Township? It's probably Upper Bucks. In Warren County, New Jersey. Oh. Uh, so it's it's a township in, in uh, New okay. Jersey. The open one in Upper Bucks. They said it's, uh, uh, according to the uh, commission spokesperson, John Donnelly, said that's a rather dangerous stunt and we're taking it very seriously. Uh, the commission alerted state police in both Pennsylvania and New Jersey and the Federal Aviation Administration opened an investigation. Whether the pilot was breaking any laws is a question for the investigators. Uh, some social media comments about the photo suggested that it was a, rem- a remote-controlled pr- plane. Uh, but the it bridge- looked too big. But the bridge commission says that it was a real plane pilot by- piloted by an unknown person. So they're trying to track down who that might have been. That'd be an interesting question, though. Could if you were a, a pilot of a, it's a regular craft, but a smaller craft, I assume you would be, it'd be illegal to do that, but I don't know, because it would seem dangerous. That's a good question. A judge in Bermuda has faced criticism from the British Court of Appeal after telling a murder trial uh, that uh, the talk of sex was making him horny. <laughs> Carlisle Greaves, who until retiring in July served as a junior Supreme Court judge in the British Overseas Territory, made the comment at the trial of Kyrie Smith-Williamson for the 2011 killing of Colford Ferguson. We're going to take a brief recess so I can rub one out. Uh, Ferguson <laughs> was was gunned down while working on a building project at a house in Bermuda. Uh, witness Troy Harris told the court that he and Smith-Williams had former sexual partners in common, to which Greaves reported, all this sex is beginning to get me horny. This is the judge saying this at the trial. I think that's uh, probably inappropriate. Williams was later convicted of the murder by a majority verdict and was sentenced to 35 years in prison. The judge's comments came to light after Williams' defense lawyer took the case to the British Court of Appeal asking for a retrial on the grounds that the judge had behaved inappropriately. Uh, The Court of Appeal rejected the request, but... Appeal Judge Sir Maurice Kay criticized Graves' remarks, saying in particular his comment, all this sex is beginning to make me horny, was inappropriate and inimical to the dignity of court proceedings. Uh, that would make me leery of the judge yeah. if he just uh, blurted that out. Yep. Uh, eerie footage emerged of a water monster swimming past a huge hydroelectric dam. Residents near the huge Three Gorges Dam in East China were left baffled when they saw the black object slithering through the water surface. What? They said the suspected monster was about 60 feet long. That's pretty damn big. It's Godzilla. And uh, moves like a snake uh, just feet away from the riverbanks. Uh, others said the they saw the same creature near the Yangtze River in, China's, uh, in central China. On Sunday, Professor Wang Chunfang. Wang Chung? Wang Chun Fang, come on, everybody, close, uh, said that it uh, could be a water snake. Uh, she said it's definitely not a water monster. It could be some marine animals that have been living under the water for years. But workers nearby say that it was actually not a water monster, but a pile of rubber band and canvas. Uh, they said it's an abandoned rubber band dumped into the water. The rubber band is used to build inflatable boats. It's wrapped together with canvas. Well, so he, no, he's the rubber band man. A really big rubber band. Um, in the water, things um, can throw off your perception, and uh, that's why you see this stuff all the time where people swear it's this huge thing and it's small and it's crazy. I don't know. Nick's looking at video. That thing looks alive, doesn't it, Nick? Yeah, it does not look like it's uh, going with the current. It looks like it's swimming against well, it. Well, rubber yeah. bands traditionally go against current. Well, Chinese yeah. rubber yeah. bands. Well, when they're yeah. spawning. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they swim upstream to yeah. make larger rubber bands. Yes, exactly. 
All right, and then we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Let's see. How about uh, this one? Uh, a man was arrested Saturday on indecency and escape charges after being mistaken for a man reported missing earlier. Uh, a deputy observed a man matching the description of an individual that had been reported missing the day before. Now, as the deputy was walking up to him, he noticed it wasn't the missing person. The deputy also realized the man was pleasuring himself huh. into a piece of rusted metal. A piece uh, of rusted metal in full view of the public. Wow. Of all things that I'm going to I'm going to rub it on rusted metal. It probably near the bottom Come of the on, list. Come on, man. Uh, Have the, some class. The man identified as 31-year-old Mark A. Dixon was taken into custody. Well, the deputy was attempting Anybody have any rusted metal? To secure him in that... Well, maybe this judge does. Yeah. Everything gets I have to have one right here. Uh, the deputy was attempting to secure him in the back of his patrol car. Dixon began running away with his hands cuffed behind his back. The deputy caught him and secured him in the back of the patrol vehicle. He was transported to the county jail without further incident. If you cut yourself on the rusted metal... Yeah. You need a tetanus shot. It. You need a tetanus shot. Could get lockjaw. Yep. And that's uh, what I have in the B-file for you. All right. So we want an announcement of that... Um, uh, township in New Jersey. Matt yeah. can pronounce it for me. Hey, Matt. Yo, Presbo. Yo, but did I get that uh, pronunciation correct in any way, shape, or form? You got Pohat Kong. It's Pohat, you said, right? I think so. Yeah, Pohat and then Regalsville. Regalsville, okay. I think we said oh, Rigalsville. I said Rigalsville, yeah. yeah. okay. You were close. Hey, you were close. All right, fair <laughs> Not enough. too bad. Hey, Nick, Nick. Yeah. I hope you get better soon, pal. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Well, that's right. awfully nice of you. Fine. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Pohat Kong and Regalville. All right. All right. I got it. You're not doing too badly oh, with that. Hang it in there. Yes, Casey. Oh, jeez. Uh, I just need to do a shard out. There's mm. a guy who uh, is an awesome, awesome listener. His name's Bob Havens. He's done many, many things oh, for our Bob. show. And um, he's super generous. And his daughter, his baby girl, Amanda, is getting married. Uh, he says, for Preston and Casey, hold on to them tight because time flies. Yeah. She was a junior in high school when I started listening to you guys 12 years ago. Fast forward today, she graduated college, grad school, is a physician's assistant, and is getting married at 27. There's been ups and downs over the last few years. You guys helped me through it more than you know. Wish you could be there. Uh, uh, wish y'all could be there. Uh, love my daughter Amanda and soon to be husband Mark too. So congratulations and good luck from Bob Havens. There's your shark. I was supposed to do one in April. I'm going to do it now. Ah. <laughs> Brian Overby, this one's for you. I'm sorry it took me nine months to get to it. There's your shark out, Brian Overby. That, that's or perhaps it. Perhaps it's early. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe April 2020. There you go, Brian. Brian. Uh, we have a secret text word. That means we need a winner, and that means Kathy's going to pick the caller number. 12. All right, call number 12, 215-263. If you happen to know uh, the secret... the number 12? <laughs> if you know the secret text or texted it, te- or call now. We'll call it, what's that? I'm sorry. How about the number 12? All right. Two, the wrong effect. 215-263-WMMR. We're coming back. We'll have the uh, trash and music news and lesson questions. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. MMR rocks with the one and only, the very original, incredible, groundbreaking Jimi Hendrix. Anniversary, it is, is his birthday anniversary, Nick? No, death day. The death of his, an, of his anniversary, 49 years ago? Yeah, September 18th, 1970, at the age of 27 in London. Another one, you know, one of the 27 Club, which is a, a terrible club to be in. It, it's a terrible uh, club populated by incredibly talented yeah. people. Yeah, absolutely. James Marshall Hendricks and all along the Watchtower. By the way, our... Most uh, played song in the Back to School A to Z. Uh, no other song has played more than that. Ha! Huh. Uh, four different versions, I think, that we play of that. So, uh, Jimi Hendrix, gone too soon, no question. All right, let's see if uh, we can get a winner. We were looking for caller number 12 for our secret text word, and that caller is Jim. Hey, Jim, how are you? Hey, Presbo. Hey, oh, bud. <laughs> All right. I'm still amazed that that has caught on like it has. Everybody calls me Presbo wherever I go. It's a Pierre Robert original. Jimbo, do me a favor and give me the uh, word, please. Broadway. Yeah. Hang on a second, Jim. So we have uh, tickets as MMR presents Rancid with Pennywise, Suicidal Tendencies, English Beat. And Angel Dust on uh, Sunday at the Franklin Music Hall. And some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com. We also grabbed a random texter. Doreen Hausman from Williamstown is also going to get those tickets. So congratulations to you as well. You know, I just realized I have something in common with the... Uh, uh, the uh, the day we've been promoting online. I'm I'm Presbo. Yes, Rambo. Rambo. Yeah. And even we should have sent you out there. I should have gone yeah. out there with my shirt off, <laughs> handed no out Ram, Ram Biff cards and Rambonets. There's no way it would have been as good as that. No mm. pitch was perfect. There was a uh, Phillies right pitch fielder. Was pitch perfect. Pitch was pitch per- oh, it's it, it is, it's writing itself today. <laughs> Dear Lord, I'm sorry. Go no, that's ahead. okay. There was a Phillies right fielder in the '80s, and his name was Glenn Wilson. And for a while, the Phillies tried to market him as a uh, Glenbo. So they had, yeah, he had a he had a rifle for an arm. I mean, he he could really you know, he could throw people out at first base from right field occasionally. So, um, but the Phillies had this poster that was just uh, uh, Glenbo, and he was dressed up like Rambo with the shirt uh, off, and he had like uh, the baseballs around his chest and everything like that. Yeah, that's Glenn doesn't port to a Rambo type nah, name. Glenbo didn't work that well, and that, those Phillies teams were terrible. Uh, if you want to see us in our visual tribute to Rambo, we have a video now of me and Steve and Casey. I think I'm wearing my wig wrong in this. Announcing uh, Rambo Day. I look like uh, Satchel from <laughs> Steel Panther. Uh, and Steve, yeah, you're, you you don't have your wig on correctly. Casey's the only one, the only one who went on natural because he does have the longer hair. Got long hair. But we did the moment with the bandana. Yeah. Where we're getting serious about it. You see us from the back tire bandanas on. Going into war. Yeah. I need a bandana. Uh, So that's on our uh, social media if you want to take a look at that. All right. I'm going to do today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway. That's coming up October 6th. And the question this morning, let's let's stick with, uh, with Rambo and Rocky for a moment. Rocky had Cuff and Link, but what would Rambo's turtles be named? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. I think there are two different answers. We'll take either one of them. So, Rocky had Cuff and Link, but what would Rambo's Turtles' names be? 215-263-WMMR. If you remember, you should call now, and we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold 
93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And what stories do we have today, Steve? Well, the late Anna Nicole Smith's daughter, Danny Lynn Burkhead, is now 13 years old and says she wants to be an actress just like her mother. Larry Burkhead, her father, insists that if she really wants to be an actress, she should learn to act from the person who convinced her that Anna Nicole Smith was an actress. <laughs> yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? Exactly. Though they operate in the same circles, Renee Zellweger revealed in an interview that she now has a crush on Brad Pitt and is seriously interested in dating him. Zellweger says sometimes the one you've been looking for is right in front of you if you just think to take the time to use construction tools to pry open your eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, SNL's Pete Davidson's uh, rumored new girlfriend actress Margaret Qualley reportedly getting some unsolicited advice from Ariana Grande to steer clear of him. Grande apparently told Qualley that sex with the well-endowed Davidson left her queef sounding like a vavuzel. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just wrong. That's and that's all your track. I will see if uh, we can get an answer to this question, Rocky Head Cuff and Link, but what would Rambo's turtles' names be? And I will go to Rich to see if we can get that answer. Hey, Rich. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. So what would uh, Rambo's turtles' names be? That would be Hand and Grenade. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hand and Grenade. Hang on, Rich. We'll get the info. We'll set you up with the tickets. A pair of them for a suite at the 100th race at Dover International Speedway, October 6th. NASCAR returns to Dover October 4th to the 6th. And tickets start at 50 bucks. <clears throat> and kids' tickets are as low as $10. You can get yours today at DoverSpeedway.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! All right, I got a couple stories for you. We'll start with this. This is pretty interesting news. Metallica is second in the world behind only U2 in concert tickets sold According to Polestar. I was actually wondering, uh, because you reported on some incredible money takes from their recent concerts. Two million a concert. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Since 1982, Metallica has sold, but this is just the number of tickets sold. Metallica sold more than 22 million tickets and grossed at more than $1.4 billion in the process. That puts the metal, metal legends just behind U2 in tickets sold, but ahead of icons such as ACDC, Guns N' Roses, and Ozzy Osbourne. I think Metallica has reached that uh, stage where uh, people who were not fans or not that familiar will kind of go see them because sure. they kind of want to see Metallica. Yep, that's. I think you're spot on yeah. with that, Steve. Polestar writer Ryan Borba suggests that uh, Metallica may well be the biggest band in the world, citing the group's $125 million in merchandise sales since 1991 in North America alone. It's touring in 48 countries on all seven continents, including Antarctica, and the band's ability to hit the road consistently for 38 years without ever needing to promote a farewell or reunion trek. What stadium do they play in Antarctica? Uh, I don't think they played a stadium. I think it was more of a club gig, probably. Yeah. Thank you, Antarctica! Uh, Angels and Airwaves uh, and former Blink-182 singer-guitarist Tom DeLonge has filed for divorce from his wife, Jennifer DeLonge. Uh, Tom cited irreconcilable differences as the reason for the split, which was filed in San Diego on September 3rd. Tom and Jennifer met in high school. Uh, they've wow. Been, yeah, they've been married for 18 years. Uh, they share a 17-year-old daughter named Ava and 13-year-old son named Jonas. And Tom is asking for joint legal custody and physical uh, custody of the children. 
And then one last thing, Marilyn Manson is joining the cast of American Gods for the Stars series third season. This show is very popular, uh, but it's, um, you know, I... I, I read I, the book. It's weird, man. Yeah, I, I watched the first two episodes, and I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strange. Yeah. Uh, the book... Is really really long, and I got so far through it that I'm like, well, I can't quit now. <laughs> and I got to find out what happens. Right. Um, and I I think I enjoyed it. It was just yeah. kind of it just got a little really really strange, but it's an interesting concept, no question. No, absolutely. Uh, Manson will play Johan Wengren, who is the lead singer of a Viking death metal band called Blood Death. <laughs> Uh, both Wengren and Blood Death are a source of power for Mr. Wednesday, played by Ian McShane in his war with the new gods. Uh, showrunner uh, Chick Egley said, hey, uh, said about Manson as a longtime admirer of his esteemable talent as an author, artist, musician, and actor. It is dope indeed to be working with Mr. Manson. So dope. In season three of American Gods, his performance promises to be disturbing, original, and uniquely entertaining. He'd be right for that kind of cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manson will join the show for four episodes. The Dark Fantasy series is based on an award-winning 2001 novel by Neil Gaiman in which the gods of old mythologies go into battle against the new deities created by technology and modern culture. Wasn't Manson on Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Californication. Right, and Fuller House. And Fuller House. (laughs) Yes. He played... Played Uncle Marilyn. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Marilyn. (laughs) But he's done some acting, uh, and he made his uh, big screen debut in 1997's Lost Highway. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's still getting the acting gigs. And that is what I have for you in music news. Case, do I have any? You got one left. I got one gift card left, and there this is uh, from our friends at uh, Kelly's Logan House. Uh, the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle taking over a different neighborhood bar every Thursday night this football season. Tomorrow night. Brent Porsche will be at Kelly's Logan House in Wilmington, 7 to 9. Join him, giving away birds tickets. Uh, and that is for the uh, the game against the Lions, by the way. And also visit WMMR.com. You can learn when the Bud Light Premium Thursday Night Huddle is coming to your neighborhood. Uh, caller number 20, you are going to get a $25 gift card for Kelly's Logan House. So go ahead and give a call right now. We will take a break. We'll come back in a second. Get ready to wrap things up. You're going to need the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. And we'll see what Pierre has in store for you as the day continues. Returning shortly. More new music. Another huge Philly concert event. Get ready for Green Day. And Fallout Boy, the Hella Mega Tour 2020, Saturday, August 29th at Citizens Bank Park, almost a year away, but hella worth the wait. Join us for a night on the diamond under the stars. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Get details now at WMMR.com, including a concert pre-sale and the skinny on the new music from each band. Green Day. Weezer. Fallout Boy, August 29th, 2020, at the ballpark from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It has been a fun morning. It's been, we've had a lot of people on the show today. We are not done yet. We have one more because it's the last day for one of our interns. Uh, it is uh, 
intern Taylor's last day today. Aww. So we're going to welcome her to the microphone. Thanks, guys. Hi, Taylor. How you doing? Good. How are you? We're doing well. You're one of the more quiet ones we've had I around am. here. I know. <laughs> I know. How, how long How long did you start here? As uh, January, actually. Oh, so you, this is a... Well, yeah, I guess it's about right, right? I how long over five years ago. Last? <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't... Uh, I'm not in uh, college, so I don't need it to... Gra- I don't need uh, hours to graduate. Uh-huh. So I'm just kind of sticking around to you kick me out. All right, well, it's time to kick you <laughs> out. Time to go. What? You went to... Uh, Connecticut, Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Broadcasting. Yes. yes so. I did go somewhere. A I school. didn't just join. I didn't just sign up for an internship. Just wandered it off the street. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. this sounds fun today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so if you went to broadcasting school and you interned here, what are you hoping to do business-wise? Uh, what Marissa does. Okay, we're yeah. producer. She, and yeah, and she's like, she's been great. She's a rock star, guys. Yeah, she <laughs> is. I know you guys know, but it's fun to watch to see how she does, like, 15 things at once, and yep. I don't know how she does it. Yep, she <laughs> keeps a lot of uh, lot of things going mm-hmm. at the same time. She's pretty amazing. That's yeah. a producer, yeah. Uh, yeah, most that's what you got to do. Yeah. You'll be doing a lot of it. Uh, you're engaged, right? I am. When are you getting married? <laughs> Two and a half weeks. Wow. Oh, my God. So yeah, October 5th. <laughs> okay. Do you like the guy? Oh, he's all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just doing it for the health, insur- health insurance. Uh, <laughs> smart move. Well, uh, how long have you guys been engaged? A uh, year and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good it's about time. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it snuck up on me really fast. Yeah. Did wow. you have second thoughts today when you saw a pitch bow with the shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did, in fact. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to try and make it down to Bridgeport. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, was it? Did you? did you learn some things? I learned a lot. Did you have some fun, too? Oh, I had so much fun. I learned a lot, so much from you guys. You guys are, I've been listening to you guys since I was in high school. And you guys have so much fun. But then coming in and watching you guys work and how good you are at it is amazing. Well, thank thank you. Like, it's insane. Thank you. You (laughs) That's him. (laughs) Oh, we have a picture of him on uh, the monitor here. Uh, That's him sneezing. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like his... We were uh, at another wedding and uh, singing. Oh, okay. (laughs) Do you remember what song it was? I do not. That's okay. Nobody does at weddings. You just get hammered and you start singing. That's pretty much where we were. Nice. Uh, well, listen, good luck to you. Thank and, you so much, and, guys. Uh, thanks for helping us out. We yeah. appreciate it. Love you guys. All right, Taylor, Aww. we love Yay. you. We can't, we can't do it without our uh, our intern staff, which it's a staff. We have uh, several people here every day. And, in fact, there's usually like eight interns at a time. They're amazing. Uh, yes. Around that range, the, looking at the pictures hanging in the hallway here, yeah. and it's it's tough to keep everybody straight because so many people come and go, but we could not do it without you. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you to other guests. Uh, yeah, thank you to Pitchbow. Yeah. <laughs> the pituation was on location, and he was uh, all Ramboed out. Hello. Yeah. Um, at first, he was kind of doing a Irish or Sean Connery or... <laughs> yeah. Let's just what. say that Sybil had less personalities. And uh, and he ended up uh, coming around and being l- little Rambo. He's laying there. He's screaming his pieces all over me. <laughs> 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 yeah, so he was... <laughs> little arms. That's what we'll call him. Little arms. Little Rambo. Nothing is over! Nope, nothing's over. Nothing! Yep, nope. You just don't turn it off! So... <laughs> I told you to turn your TV off. But the uh, the movie Rambo Last Blood opens on Friday, so we had him uh, do that for us. And also, we had the cast of Downton Abbey here this yeah. morning. Uh, not all of them, but we did have some really awesome people here today. We had Kevin Doyle and Jim Carter and Imelda Staunton who were here today. And the director, Michael Engler, was in the studio. Yeah, they were great, oh, they honestly. Were lo- they were lovely. And the fact that we got to uh, fanboy on uh, Top Secret a little bit, too, was cool. That was nice. <laughs> so it's cool having him here. How you doing, Pierre? Fine, thank you. Wonderful. Do you watch Downton Abbey? I always meant to, but okay. never did. 
Seems like something that you would enjoy. It's, it uh, does seem like a road I would drive. Yeah, yes. Yeah. A, um, a field you would plow. A field I would plow. A cup of tea I would drink. That too. Yeah, that yeah. too. All those other things. A scone I would <laughs> ingest. Ingest. Uh, a wall you would paper. A wall I would paper. We. A flag I would wave. A we, record I would play. We, <laughs> a song I would sing. A diaper you would change. Uh, well, yeah. maybe. Yeah. One less spell to answer. <laughs> um, all right. Well, why don't we get the letter of the day from you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Team fast. <laughs> Do it. Now the daily letter. <laughs> the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter M as in Mary. Yeah. And we have 10 tickets to Dorney Park plus your entire group gets a ride in a real monster truck uh, with reserved line passes. Strap in for an unforgettable ride aboard in an all new 10 passenger grave digger or Megalodon truck on a freestyle inspired course as part of Monster Jam Thunder Alley at Dorney Park now through November 3rd. Don't miss any of the excitement or activities at this full-throttle fun for the whole family. And info is available at dorneypark.com slash monsterjam. Uh, I know you got Money Shark coming up, right? Right. 11 a.m., 1 p.m., chances at 1000 bucks. Also, uh, tickets for Bob Dylan. Again, uh, he goes on sale on Friday for a show at the Met in uh, November. I got Green Day and Weezer and Fallout Boy for a show coming any day now, August 29th <laughs> of 2020. That's the way it rolls now. I, yeah. It is. Very, very bizarre. Yeah. Years in a, a year in advance. Yeah. yeah. Um, goes on sale on Friday. Uh, and then we'll have some cool workforce blocks. Uh, we will celebrate two lives we have no longer, one of them Jimi Hendrix, who passed 49 years ago today. Uh, and we'll uh, take a look at Eddie Money's amazing career and uh, play some music from him. And Blink-182's in with uh, Little Wayne and Camden tonight, so we're going to do a block of Blink. And Mark Hoppus has uh, just cut a version of Just What I Needed, ah. paying tribute to uh, Rick Ocasek, which we will play in um, that block. So it'll be fun. That sounds fun. I like it. Uh, well, let me see. I'm going to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston Steve Show, and the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. We had our uh, Rambiff cards. Uh, Rambiff cards were yeah, really exactly. good. Uh, also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, and it's the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Uh, plus, Planet Fitness get that plant get the Planet Fitness Black Card, and you can use it at any of over seventeen hundred locations nationwide, anytime that you want at all. Uh, tomorrow, Money Shark continues. We also have it. We have a uh, Travis Konechny. Uh, ah. Getting in touch from the Flyers. Just signed a big-ass contract extension. Yeah. And you know what I didn't do? I didn't give away uh, Bitch Box Pass. Oh, no! Can I finish what I was going to say? Oh, oh, come on. Guys, we're bizarrely harmonizing. <laughs> we were. It was kind of beautiful. Uh, so I'll take caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. You'll get to go to the party on Thursday night at Harris, Philadelphia, where Philly comes out to play. So give us a call. We'll set you up. Never uh, never really get this deep into the giveaways, this deep in the show, so we'll do it now. Uh, that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. There is no way that I'm going to miss meeting Blink 182. I have my personal time, so even though my supervisor said no, that. 
I'm leaving early, and there's nothing that could be done, and ain't your business, so peace. Next message. It's Rambo Day. I've got a Ramboner. Next message. Hey, big shout out to the who hit the railroad light of Williamstown Road. Dude, it's 10 feet off the road. You know I gotta fix that shit, right? The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.